0: Hey, this is Jeff Jarrett. King of the Mountain and founder of Global Force Wrestling, and you're listening to WNS Podcast.
1: You're listening to the official Wrestling News Source Podcast. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com or check us out on Facebook by searching WrestlingNewsSource.com or WNS Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, and iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast or WNS Podcast. Now being broadcast in over 45 different countries, here your host Daniel Heron, Tyler A. Bear, and Doug. That's right. What's up, everyone? I? I am Daniel Heron I'm A. Bear. I'm Doug, and we'll welcome you to episode 247 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, WNS Podcast on YouTube, WNS Video, and on iTunes Wrestling News Source Podcast. We're on
2: Stitcher, Beyond Pod, and Player.fm. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast to find us
0: uh the podcast is on twitter it's at wns podcast daniel's at wns underscore daniel and tyler is at tyler underscore a bear
1: there you go can uh it's t republic just search our t republic.com just search the way podcast
2: there
1: and we've got some shirts you get to choose the color get yes yes nice quite welcome to the show got lots to talk about Gonna talk about some feedback, gonna talk about raw, give our hell in a cell predictions, hot topics, Q and A, much more. Hot pockets.
3: Hot pockets. So how you guys doing?
1: Doing alright. A little yeah? sleepy. Sleepy, yeah, I know that feeling. Doug, how about you? Yeah, I'm a little tired. Tired? Alright, we'll get we'll get this show underway so we can both we can all go home and uh and call it a night.
0: Oh like really quick, I like just want to um I guess address like my consistent appearances on the podcast uh not because i think anyone gives too much of a fuck if i'm here or not but mostly just because i don't want to seem like a flake or, or anything like that uh like so for now for the past few weeks obviously and for the foreseeable f- future i'm sort of going to be like uh in and out as the schedule permits uh the shoot job is out of control and uh so some weeks i will be here some weeks i will and um even some weeks when I be I will be here. I may have not seen much of anything to fucking talk about, but I'll just be here when I can until shit settles down. And that's it. So that's why I'm sometimes here and sometimes not. And uh, doesn't make too much of a fucking difference. I just uh, makes all the difference. Feel better saying hey, I'm not just an asshole. It doesn't really care if he's here or not.
1: <laughs> well, we we certainly are glad whenever you are here, Doug. It's just not the same. It's not, it's not the same whenever Tyler's not here. It's not the same when you're not here. And it's not happening at all whenever I'm not here. So, uh, so <laughs> um, check my ego at the door. Uh, so, like I said, we've got lots to talk about this week. Uh, let's dive into some feedback. First bit of feedback we have. <coughs> and you have to excuse me if I'm coughing in, in your ears. I apologize. I'm battling allergies. Um, first bit of feedback we have is from Parker saying, Hey, guys, great show. Daniel, I mostly agreed with all that you had to say. I think NXT is better than Raw. But there are many issues with NXT. Now, I know there are issues with every show and promotion, and I could spend my time ripping them apart, but I'll focus on NXT. It was good back in 2014, and its highest peak was NXT Arrival. I love that show, and and that's what drew me to NXT. However, I saw the NXT takeover after it. Things changed. More promos and interviews, less wrestling and poor booking. You see guys like Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa get buried. You see a non-tag team win the tag team tournament. I know it was paying tribute to a legend, but they missed serious opportunities here. And uh, the always, if it happens once... And works then it must be good again Uh, Raw is the worst Wrestling show in my opinion With NXT at second I feel it tricks people into thinking It's a great show by making it different From traditional Raw NXT was fascinating at first because it was Different and if it was basically The wrestling quality of Ring of Honor With the guys from Raw however sometimes With an unforgiving crowd Just like my anus um, Wow NXT was a an indie Raw. It drew the indie crowd. However, it was something uh, kid-appropriate and PG. That's why everyone loved it, and there was something for everyone. It's a wrestling show, but now it's treated more like a product. Uh, I, however, have an itty-bitty smidgen of hope after, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, don't read until after you've seen NXT, Apollo Crews won a good battle royal. Thanks, guys, know it was a lot. Great show again, and keep it up.
0: I couldn't possibly disagree more with those statements. Um, the reason people like NXT so much is because they pay off what they build up. Mm-hmm. They build to a logical conclusion, they pay it off. Um, I mean, Ring of Honor, honestly, to me, this booking leaves a lot more to be desired than NXT's booking. Uh, I think, uh, I think Ring of Honor has punished some of their recent re-signees by like jobbing them out and some like weird like the Briscoes and Moose like re-sign they go on fucking losing streaks it's weird I don't think they utilize the talent they have well I think the J, the J Lethal story is probably the like most logical and well built thing that they've done but I think if you're trying to say that Ring of Honor is a superior show I mean I can't agree with that at all um now you may from as far as like a booking standpoint if you're just trying and even if you're just saying from a wrestling standpoint I don't think that the ring of honor is a superior show I think that what NXT does so well is tells a story that makes sense they, they they tell an old school story and maybe you know you're not you're not cool with like the old school way of doing things but how NXT will build two people is well, uh, I'm just picking names off the top, man. I'm not picking like actual stories. But, like, if Samoa and Joe and Finn Balor are going to... the blow, If the end goal is to have them wrestle at a takeover... First of all, before I even get into that, the throwback way of building wrestling is the weekly show builds to a payoff at the big event. And that's yeah. what NXT does. Fucking period. Now... Sometimes that means that the weekly show isn't, like, exciting because they can't afford to have guys trading wins back and forth like they do on Raw. So sometimes that means Finn Balor just beats a nobody because it keeps Finn Balor strong. And sometimes that means Samoa Joe just beats a nobody because it keeps Samoa Joe strong because both of those guys have to look strong going into that main event. And so maybe that's not always the most exciting TV because they just sort of squash a dude. And sometimes that means that... Uh, Finn Balor might wrestle a competitive match with a guy like uh, uh, Tyler Breeze, for instance, but it's well established that Tyler Breeze is lower on the wrong than Finn Balor. And Mm -hmm. even though they wrestle a competitive, and this is all hypothetical, I'm not actually calling things out, sometimes that means that Tyler Breeze wrestles a competitive match with Finn Balor, but he's obviously going to lose. And same thing with Joe. Joe may wrestle a competitive match with, um, what's Uha's name now? Uh, Apollo, 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 but because we haven't built Apollo to that level yet, he's not going to job. So keep both of these guys strong. And it does, it's not exciting because you know, the guys that are going to beat, they're going to beat because they're clearly established. as higher than those guys on the wrong. And that's, what's fucking wrong with raw because you got two guys that are higher. Everybody, and everybody else is a fucking puddle of mud. Like no <laughs> pun on the shitty band. Like, uh, <laughs> intended, uh, it's clearly defined. It's clearly defined that Finn Balor and Samoa Joe are the superior guys, and they're going to wrestle at the pay per view, and that's the fucking payoff. They're going to have a good match at the pay per view, and you're booking in that direction. So maybe you think that's like not exciting, and maybe that's why <coughs> you think it's not a great show. It's an- NXT is sometimes a boring show because sometimes when you book a logical wrestling, sometimes it's just a little flat just how it is. It's mm-hmm. The idea of the weekly show is to get people to the bigger show. Yeah. And uh, that's how NXT does it. They do it like the old school way. They do it the throwback way. And, man, I don't know what to tell you. I think everything NXT does, at the very least, makes fucking sense. And you can't say that for Ring of Honor or Raw. So I don't know. Uh, not everything Ring of Honor does makes fucking sense to me. Delirious' booking leaves a lot to be desired, as well as Vinny, Vince Vince's booking leaves, you know, questions coming out of everywhere like you don't even know where that old man's head's in mm. but I cannot disagree more that that's an inferior show to Ring of Honor I think the reason why NXT is so hot the reason why NXT resonates with so many people is they fucking pay off what they build from yeah it just makes sense and like people are like yes that's logical yes they, they built to that it, it, it's a payoff you get a payoff for your investment in time and that's why people like it so
1: much and it's
2: simple yeah um also, another thing I want to say. Um, I'm going to talk about Giant uh, Gargano and uh, uh, Champa. Um, oh yeah, I got a point about that. Too. Yeah, those guys are not like signed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're so. not buried. Like Tyler, yeah.
0: like Tyler said, like they're not contracted talent. You don't put con. They they, they went above and beyond. They put uncontracted to the talent over their own contracted talent. Yeah. That's the opposite of being buried. Yeah. Uh, they won their first match as a, in the tag team thing to get the Dusty mm-hmm. Classic together, and then. Uh, Gragata wrestled a competitive match against uh, uh, Apollo Crews. Not a burial when you're wrestling competitive matches. Uh, Ciampa wrestled a competitive match with, was it Breeze? Was that the other match? I don't remember. They had like a tag match that they won their first one. They lost their second tag match, and then they both wrestled competitive singles (coughs) matches with upper tier NXT guys. Not a fucking burial. And then they were
1: also both in the uh, the Battle Royal.
0: Not a fucking burial, especially when you're not under contract, which... uh, where it is is Ciampa is now under contract, but he wasn't then. Nice. So not oh. a fucking burial. A, if you see, like if you want to look up in the definition of what a burial is, is Rusev losing to Ryback in four minutes because he, his fucking engagement got out on the internet. Ooh. That's a fucking burial.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, uh,
2: what is, sorry, I know this goes into another topic is, uh, do you think uh, Gargano is going to be under contract with?
0: Well, he won his, he had um, his Evolve match over the weekend, the stipulation was an I quit match with Ethan Page, and if he lost, he was supposed to be done with uh, WWE and Live as a brand, and uh, he actually won. Oh, okay. Which Mm -hmm. uh, Ethan Page actually trolled the fuck out of everyone by coming out to Triple H's music, which, like, (laughs) his actual music, like, they just let him play his music, and everyone thought that, like, Triple H was there because of all this craziness with the Evolve NXT thing, so people thought Triple H was actually going to show up. But it was just Ethan Page being a, a big fucking
2: heel. I saw that that promo when <laughs> he was talking about Ethan Page, and then Ethan Page jumps him and stuff, and he's like, don't worry, Trips, William Rig, I'm about to send him to you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I saw that. That was pretty funny. That was a good line,
2: too. Yeah. He has, to like, th- a shirt out now that has, like,
0: that old <laughs> Triple H cross and stuff this is like, the ego, and then, like, I don't know.
1: That's cool. That's funny. Well, uh, we certainly do appreciate the feedback, and thank you always uh, yeah, thank you for, yeah, for, for, listening. for listening. Yeah, thanks,
0: dude. I just, I, I'm glad you like, you know, like interact with our show. I just completely disagree. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's all. Uh,
1: the next bit of feedback we have is from Moose. Moose mm. say. <laughs> My mouth was full. I'm sorry. That's nah, fine. Uh, Moose says, NXT TakeOver was so good because it was awesome. Didn't make me sleep. Didn't want me to take a piss break. Uh, the main event was so good. I was going insane about this match, even though I already knew who would win. Overall, I would give, it a, I would give NXT a 4.8 out of 5 stars. Uh, on the other hand, Raw felt so boring that I felt it was a bedtime story instead of sports entertainment. Um Uh, and yet I still watch Raw every Monday and I don't know why. The show was horrible. My mother can make this show better than McMahon. Overall I would have given Raw a 1.5 out of 5 stars. Uh, If I were to change Raw, either make less uh, or shorten segments during Raw and have an NXT match on Raw just as a preview for fans to what NXT is all about. Uh, Make new stars. Let Triple H run Raw.
0: Okay. Here's the thing where uh, and it's also, I had like a, like a mental note list of like buttons to pick up with you guys over. I listened to the podcast last week and I, had, <laughs> I was like, Oh, these are, these are points that I, if I had, I had been there, I would have challenged them on. And I can't remember any of them now. Cause I didn't write them yes. down or anything. Yes. But one of them so was, was uh, one of them was reminded to me by, is this moose we're talking about? Yes. Uh, you can't judge raw versus a takeover because you, it would be like George, Judging like you have to judge like Raw against the weekly NXT show, and you have to right. judge the takeover versus like Hell in itself a pay per view yeah, yeah, okay, it's not the same thing. Obvi- I mean, I- obviously, the takeover is going to be fucking loaded because that's what they're building, to Like, yeah. that's the big payoff. You can't judge it against
1: Raw, but even the uh, even the takeover compared to Night of Champions, which we were at, I would say takeover was vastly superior.
0: I don't disagree with you guys on the premise that. NXT is a more right. enjoyable product or you're more invested in NXT. Mm-hmm. Just like the comparison of, like if you're going to compare, you got to compare the big events to the big Right. Events, which you're still fine to say uh, that's a superior event, like whatever. Mm-hmm. I just, I can't, I don't think it's fair to judge it against Raw. You'd have to judge the NXT weekly show, which is like uh, Parker just said, it's not always stellar, but that's how it fucking goes when you got to run a, a weekly wrestling show in your building. The other thing is, uh, let's see Triple H. Let, let Triple H run Raw and book it. now everyone's high on this NXT shit, and they have a right to be because it's good. It's uh, it's worked so far, but what you also have to take into account of, yeah. If tri- when Triple H takes over, I guess if, but probably when Triple H takes over, he has to work under the same constraints that, that Vince does. NXT is an hour a week with a quarterly special mm-hmm. now Vince uh, Triple H doesn't have to pump out three fucking three hour NXT's every week and a fucking special at, the, at every fucking month And if they did it would not be as special feeling as it is now. right. It's too much product. The product is overexposed it's not as simple as Although Vince does need to go because he's old and senile and is not so much in touch And I say that with all due respect to a guy who's transformed the business into what it is today it's not as simple as, as Triple H and Ryan. Is it Ryan Ward that writes NXT with Triple H? I forget the guy's name. It's like Ryan something. But uh, it's not as simple as those those two dudes are just kicking like Vince and Don and, and out and be like, we fucking can run this shit right now. Right. Although it would be a step in the right direction. <laughs> uh, they would still have to answer to all the sponsors. They still have all the corporate, the legality, all the bullshit yeah. that comes with Chair running
1: holders and-
0: All that would go right. It's still a fucking juggling act. Yeah is Triple H seem to be a little bit more in touch and probably where we want to head. Yeah, probably, but doesn't mean it's going to be a fucking slam dunk just because Vince is gone. It's going to be it's, it's still going to be hard. It's going to be difficult. Yeah. It's not the same. It's unfair to judge I a like product it. that feels so special because you don't have to see it so it's not so overexposed.
1: Yeah. And like I said last week, you know, they're they're locked in for 3 hour raw for, you know, a, a number of years. Uh so It's a contract. It's even if triple h were to take over today there would not be enough major changes made in order to to suffice for 3 hours so they would have to at least wait until that contract that particular contract is done and then they would have to convince the usa network to say hey let's let's pull an hour of programming off i know we're your highest rated television show but let's take an hour an hour off, and so that way we'll get more viewers to to focus in because it'll be less time, and they'll have a, a higher attention span. For yeah,
0: it. there's no there's no no guarantee that USA would ever go for that or yeah, the, the they sure. just be
1: like no, you're stuck at three hours. Deal yeah. with it. It's weird. So I mean, there's not much that they can do. I mean, for that, and it is a it is being oversaturated.
0: Oh, I mean, there are we could start. Doing some things to move in the right direction, but we can. It's not going to be just like flipping the switch. events is out, somebody else is in. We are going to fix it. Shit. Right. It's going to be like incremental change to a better product.
1: Mm-hmm. So um, we'll have to see uh, what the far future holds as far as that one goes. But uh, next bit of feedback we have is from subs saying, a great episode and also amazing impersonation of Johnny Ace. Uh, I was wondering if you could do a CM Punk impersonation and a John Cena impersonation. Thanks as always. Uh, I don't think I could do them, uh, especially right now because my allergies are killing me, so I couldn't do too many voices, but, uh, uh, Punk and Cena, I've never even attempted for that. And, uh, it's just, I don't think I could pull it off.
0: If he did punk, everyone would feel like his jaded ex, and then they would give us a bunch of shit, and we can't handle that
1: Yeah, that too. And if he did
0: Cena, everyone would be like, yo, uh, why don't you go away? Get off my fucking TV. And then when he leaves, you're going to be like, just like that fucker, just went away to go do his (laughs) (laughs) So we can't handle any of that. So Vince, uh, he can't do any of those voices because we can't handle any of that
2: shit. Or we get people on there like, let's go Cena. Cena sucks.
1: Let's go impersonations. Impersonations suck that's what it will be so uh maybe nah. when he's feeling better yeah although i don't have high hopes for a cm punk or, or john cena impersonation i don't think i could have pull you, those off have
0: you uh dicked around with it at all
1: no but just all
0: important is like a distinctive voice
1: to me i i want to try and sound as close as i can so like, you know
2: johnny ace yeah booker t uh
1: bookers nah, okay
2: yeah he gave he give you what he gave you
1: he gave me like two two stars or something, yeah two no and a half. he
0: gave you like three i think i think he gave you three out of five or
1: something, something like, that. like
0: that you got like a solid B for him. yeah but it's his fucking voice so he's maybe gonna judge a little harder
1: yeah that's true
0: <laughs> you got a rollins
1: <clears throat> yeah but it's just one of those uh you know i i have a lot of voices that i've done in my repertoire and uh you know i listen to i listen to people who do covers of songs where they'll sing the same song and and do all that but if they change the key or if they change the style in which the song is sung Mm -hmm. I I can't listen to it it just bugs my ears so much so I'm like oh it sounds so terrible and so like you hear people who do fan dubs where they'll take their favorite anime or cartoon or something like that and they'll dub the voice in their type of voice I'm like it's not nearly close enough to it so I'm like I can't listen to it I'm sorry
0: yeah a little bit of a stone gold
1: yeah a little bit
0: that's at least five we came up with off the dome.
1: Yeah. So uh, Stone Cold E. T. Stone Cold ET. Yeah. So uh
0: I, yeah and he's got like all kinds of shit that isn't even wrestling.
1: Yeah, bunch of characters. Shark Boy. Shark Boy. Very similar the to, Stone, to Cold. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. 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 So uh thank he you. He just
0: holds his hand up like a fin and does Stone Cold. Yeah,
1: that's exactly what I do. Um, Shell yeah, so uh, let's dive into Raw, the go home show for uh, Hell in a Cell, because this programming, that's what's going to sell you. Um, I, I as soon as they kicked off Raw, I knew exactly the angle that they were going to be playing. They've seen a dip, a major dip in the ratings, and so you kick it off with Stone Cold Steve Austin. You're hoping that's going to get people talking. What
2: do we have for this Raw? So a Stone Cold <coughs> Undertaker. Brock Lesnar, uh, Ric Flair, Shawn Michaels.
1: Yep, you know all those people I said last week oh. that you cannot depend on for for ratings. They decided to bring them all in. Um, the
0: thing is, though, they front loaded all those guys in like the first like forty five minutes, and then if someone tuned in just for that, they were gone after the first.
1: Hour. Well, they did. Uh, they did Austin, Undertaker, and Lesnar the first hour. They did HBK the second hour. They did Flair the third hour.
3: Was third it one?
1: was the top of the th- right. it was the beginning of the third hour um and the it way it was felt so like done. it was front loaded then. yeah the way that it was all done was so poor it was so poorly managed uh i i am going to be shocked if the ratings went up a lot because the way that it was all handled it was ridiculous um you basically bring stone cold steve austin to say hey it's great to be back in dallas here's the undertaker and that was basically it um and then you have The Undertaker cut his promo. Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman come out and cut their promo. And then uh, Lesnar looks like he's going to join Undertaker in the ring, but decides, no, I'm going to save it for Sunday. So uh, anything to really take away from it?
0: No, nah, it was really weird use of all the guys involved.
1: Um, yeah.
0: I don't know what you get out of Austin being there other than uh, –
1: ratings um, that's it
0: I don't know. well you talk we'll talk we'll revisit this next week and be like yeah. and we'll know if they've got ratings out of yeah it or not. but other I mean what do you get other than a commercial for the network saying hey make sure to check out the podcast later and yep. uh, it's not like at least flair was there and HBk <coughs> was there to try to Give it like a little bit of rub to somebody else. It's not mm-hmm. like Taker needed like the Austin rub. Yeah, be over over. so that was super weird. And um, it's almost like they sort of babyface Taker in a way. I get it. It's Texas, Dallas. He's fucking from Texas. He's a legend. People are gonna cheer the guy. But it just seems like they try. To me, it seems like they try to change the story a little bit. Like mm. almost like
1: call an um, audible there.
3: Yeah,
0: I don't know. It's weird. I don't know if they're trying to add intrigue to the, uh, the finish of the match or they thought that they were going to have to handle a crowd response and they tried to adjust to it. It just was very weird. I don't know.
1: Yeah. so very strange way, uh, strange util- utilization of uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. And, and, you know, my guess is that they were, they said, hey, next week we're going to have Stone Cold Steve Austin, Triple H, and Ric Flair in order for people to tune in. Just HBK. for that. Uh, yeah. What did I say? H- Triple H. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, you're going to have uh, HBK and Ric Flair and Stone Cold Steve Austin. so that's going to get people to automatically tune in. Uh, I don't think it worked, but we'll we'll see once the ratings come out.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm almost playing devil's advocate with that. I don't think it will work either. I just don't think. I think that. <laughs> I think the casual fans are gone. The only people that are watching are the people that are gonna watch them no matter what the fuck you do. Yeah, and uh, I don't care like who they parade out. I don't think it's gonna fucking
1: matter. Mm-hmm. Nope. Yeah, it's it's all about the product that you see every single week.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, sure, Austin was he came out and people like don't get me wrong, the crowd like reacted like super well. He was like, yeah, like, it felt like that crowd felt like a nineteen ninety seven crowd, like you know yeah. how. I mean, we haven't seen shit, like, that hot since, like, Brian was super hot. Like, oh, uh, yeah. Like, that's the kind of reaction he gets, but he just, he's going away. He's not coming back. He's not going to work a fucking match. He said right. he's not. He said he's done. It's been 15 years. He was going to fucking do you with done
2: already.
1: Yeah.
0: So.
2: Wow, it's been 15 years. Shit, been, it's been longer than that. It's
1: uh, been 20
0: years. Nah, not 20. It's been, like, it's been 15 like years.
1: Like, 2002, I want to say.
0: Coming up on 15 years. Yeah.
1: Because it was WrestleMania nineteen when he wrestled his last match sure. and then he had his appearances and general manager and all that and sheriff and all that. But
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean but like just to reiterate what you were about to say or was thirteen saying, years. Well, I mean what you were saying is the important part is like an appearance isn't gonna change anything. It's like no. you have to change how you're presenting the product.
1: Yeah. So and and you know they made a big deal. Oh, it's the first time he's been in, on Raw in four years. And what is what do they have him do? They have him say his his lines and introduce the Undertaker.
0: But realistically, what could he have done? Because he's not going to work a match. So yeah, even if you even if he stuns somebody, it's just like
2: come out and promote WWE 2K16. Yep,
1: I'm on the cover. So Buy the game. Um. Which I know Tyler's looking forward to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, anyways, it was it was a weird start, um, but the uh, the opening contest, the first of three six man tag matches, which is weird to say in itself. Uh, say it again. It was the first of three six man tag matches. Uh, the New Day going up against the Dudley Boys and John Cena. Uh, which was odd because I thought, you know, I figured they were gonna have the John Cena U.S. Open Challenge, but it was not to be. And uh, you know, it was the opening have contest. One more
2: time before he loses it. Yeah, why not? Should have done that.
1: So uh, have him beat Heath Slater. So uh, New Day go up against Dudley Boys and John Cena. New Day get the uh, get the win. Any thoughts on the uh, on the matchup?
0: Um, Jesus Christ, Devon must have been making up for Bubba's light is there. When Bubba does the little punches before he does the, the roll up into the Bionic elbow. Yeah. I don't think he even fucking touched the guy. Did you uh. see this? He he, <laughs> he whiffed so hard. I, don't, I literally don't think he even touched him. Wow. I don't think he grazed him. And It is almost like Devon came in <coughs> and was like, I got to fucking make it for that shit because it looked like he took Kofi's head off. I don't know if Kofi just took, like, the bump to make it look fucking good because, mm. you know, the cart they do that cartwheel bump off the lariat to make him, like, turn, turn yeah. inside out type thing. He did that, but it looked like...
1: He caught him pretty flush. It
0: looked like he turned him inside out instead of the guy cut a flip to make it look like he turned him inside <laughs> I mean, like, he, he was just like,
3: boom.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Big hit.
0: Right team one in the right fashion. They needed to go over, but not decisively. And, uh, yeah, I was fine with it. It's what it was-
1: And then uh, after the matchup, uh, John Cena delivers the attitude adjustment to Xavier Woods, and then the Dudley Boys put him through a table for the trouble. So uh,
3: they put
0: they've been putting them through tables too often. That seems like
1: a that's what
2: I've been saying for a while. House shows,
1: pay per views, house shows are different.
2: Non canonical, but but I feel like I said this like a few weeks ago, and you're like, well, that's their thing. But I feel like this has been too much.
0: It is their thing, but the angle is built around them saving the tables and denying the tables, So it's not typical in the way that they would just put people through the tables. Like the whole thing is the, the uh, new day is like, ah, we're we're not, we're not getting through the tables. We're saving the tables. Yeah. So that should be the payoff when it happens. Yeah. yeah. It's gets typical. put
2: through it too
0: many times. That's what I'm saying. I agree with you. It's uh <laughs> they've done it too much. Yeah. It's, uh, it shouldn't have happened. It should be the payoff.
1: Exactly. So, uh Anyways, the new day were the victors that day. Uh, after that we got to see a tag match play so our second match, second tag match. Uh, Nikki Bella teaming up with Alicia Fox to go up against Naomi and Sasha Banks. And uh, Naomi taking the pin on this matchup. But uh what do yeah, you there think of? No way
2: Sasha was gonna eat the pin.
0: Yeah, this was pretty good. Uh although anyway, fucking Nikki fucking jacked her with that with that elbow, did you see her?
1: Uh, my, well I she like she it. powdered
0: out sasha powdered out and obviously she's not gonna eat the pen but uh she she hit her with the elbow she or did she hit her off the apron with the elbow i don't okay now i don't remember i just remember nikki throwing this like nasty looking forearm yeah and you know i don't know the stuff that like wade barrett's dreams are made of like, she, <laughs> like he wished he could sling a bow like that hard but uh, i don't know I thought, was, I thought it was a pretty fun little match uh it just seems weird to have sasha feel like a non-entity it also feels weird that they're sort of baby facing <laughs> sasha it feels like Shasha. not the i can't talk today i know no,
1: I've, I've been doing the same thing too I, i'll say sasha st- and
0: no i've been stuttering like that's what you slugger. said last week uh, yeah sasha Banks. It, it seems weird that they're sort of baby face in her. That seems like not the um, the role for her. She like, excels at being a heel. So I don't know why they would want to do
1: that. Yeah. So I mean, that was that was the entire first hour. The you know the Lesnar match, the six man tag, and then the uh, the divas tag match. So to kick off the uh, the second hour, we got to see HBK come out. Hold on, I
0: gotta adjust this fan thing because. Okay. I don't know what happened last week, but for months we've been freezing out. The yeah. Of the fucker, and this week you're like, turn I'm
1: telling that, you turn that fan on. this, this room, I don't know what it is with the AC, but it'll work tremendously. And right. then it won't work at all. all right. So it's very strange. I just strange. had to address
2: getting, the change. I don't know. I'm that. getting a little warm.
1: Yeah. I was like, get this, get, get some air circulation going and watch. And in, in probably like 20 minutes, that's going to kick back on and we're going to be freezing our asses off.
0: I just had to, I had to point it out because it's been so crazy.
1: And yep. You can never get just a nice room temperature. It's either one extreme or the other. Gotcha. So, uh, but yeah, we got to see HBK come out, talk about the Hell in a Cell, the importance of it, took a bite out of a kid's pizza. Um, And then Seth Rollins comes out and says, hey, your job was to introduce me, and you didn't do it. So, get out. Get out of the ring. Play my music. But I'm leaving too.
0: First off, I gotta say... I got to ask you guys, you're sitting on the ramp. Yeah. HBK. First of all, let's just all be really fucking thankful he didn't say HB Shizzle because he doesn't. Yeah, I was thinking that. I was, he doesn't oh understand God. how that works. You yeah. know? He's uh, He thinks he's a little bit heavier than he is. And, uh, <laughs> he doesn't understand how that works. HB Shizzle. But uh, if HB Shizzle takes a bite of your pizza on the way to the ring, are you eating the rest of that motherfucker or are you just going to be like tossing
1: uh, I would eat the rest of it. I know you would. I I didn't know, fucking ask I, that goes without saying. Uh, I I could eat some of it. I'd probably stay away from eat the part. That, yeah, I'd eat around it.
0: What know, as your kid. Dude, that's, it. Was that lady's kid or whatever? I know. He and, also got a sip of the soda from the same people on the way
1: up. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Um, <laughs> I think I'd have to get another straw at least. Just you know, not not saying that he's dirty you or got anything HB like that HB shizzle germs yeah I don't, I don't want HB shizzle I think he longer. got around back in the day well yeah but you know <laughs> he's sobered up and hopefully he's living a clean life and uh you know I'm not saying he's tainted or anything but it's just what common saying? practice he's these days to, to get around uh, stay clean and um in the
0: ground. Don't stop. <laughs> get around.
1: look I don't know that <laughs> Reference you more guys references we're not getting yeah so, uh, sorry, Doug. Uh, but I, I would at least hope that HBK would later on reimburse them for a pizza and a drink because that stuff I is not exactly cheap to get at those events. I mean, that pe- that pizza pizza was probably like eight bucks, and the souvenir drink was probably another six fifty. We $6. need to find the South.
0: He's like, Here, not. kid, here's a Remington D shirt. Yeah.
2: <laughs> get off my. I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah. Here's a DX glow stick
2: here's one of my hunting knives
1: yeah
2: (laughs) here's a i don't know something from a hunting show
1: here's something from a hunting show i'll put your name in the credits for one episode so uh yeah so and so i ate their pizza yeah uh owner of pizza um anything to take away from this uh rollins hbk segment
0: uh it's a little odd they (coughs) they did the we want everyone to act like uh, we're gonna eventually have a match that we're teasing, although trip uh although HBK is not gonna wrestle or whatever. Yeah. They did the they like almost begged people to like react in that way, like one more match or hey, like Do act something. like we're gonna have a match that we're teasing. Let's see some
1: sweet chin music. They did or...
0: like the look come on, guys, please say something. Yeah.
1: Like we're we're giving you an opportunity. Come on now. Yeah,
0: it's a little weird. Uh I mean they use HPK in the same way that they used Austin, which was just to go out and be like, Hey guys, aren't you glad people, to see me? People <laughs>
1: who are tuning in for the for the top of the hour be like, Oh, I wonder what's happening over here. And, oh, HBK. Wow. And the same thing happened in the third hour with Rick Flair. Sure. So um
0: They cut Flair a little short, it's almost like they were afraid to let him
1: yeah. go. Dude, he was goofy. He was rather strange, but we'll talk about that in just what? a little bit. Well what y- y- oh. y-
2: I don't be fronting on my man Flair. Well, I mean, well, I liked it, but it's he seemed off.
1: <coughs> well, we'll talk about that in a minute. Okay, keep it in your mind.
0: Well, because okay, I, I I am not at all knowing. I'm not picking up what you guys are laying down at all.
1: Well, we'll get to it.
0: I was a little tired. I'm not gonna lie. Maybe
1: I just was dazed. Yeah. I don't know, but maybe
0: right.
1: maybe it was all the allergy meds I was on at the time. But uh, um, Rollins had a match against Ryback. Fairly, uh, fairly quick matchup, um, where Rollins end up getting the victory.
3: Yep.
1: So that's about it. Uh, after that, we got another uh, six-man tag match, playa, uh between uh, Barrett, Rusev, Sheamus going up against Ziggler, Neville, and uh, Cesaro. And uh, what do you think about this matchup, Doug?
0: It was fine. I, yeah. I don't, I don't know uh, anything stuck with me that I just. I don't know if I have anything to
2: say about it.
1: Yeah. I don't remember too much about it. Um, but what about you, Tyler? Do you remember much about it?
2: That sounds bad. I was just from I remember and I wanted it to end. I think yeah. like
0: I thought like my my attention to all the time was like what in the fuck are what are they gonna do to fuck with Rusev? And um, yeah. i was, just like waiting for it. It didn't really happen. He didn't take the pinfall and uh I don't think he got particularly punked or anything, but I No,
1: they uh, to- they ended up getting the win. Yeah, it was weird. With uh Barrett getting the pin and at and, the end uh, they're
2: all they're all buddies man
1: yeah <laughs> that was pretty funny and what was up with rusev holding on to barrett's I don't crown know.
2: it looked like he was about to take he was trying crown. to get him to put it on or whatever yeah. and he was like i don't want
0: to fucking put it on dude just
1: like, i just want on. to hold it he,
2: No, put it on it looked like he was trying to take it or something i
1: don't know he was like come on put it put it on come on dude No, put put the crown on. good i'm going this way with it so uh after that we got to see rick flair come out and uh we didn't even see him come out. They played his music, and he's already in the ring, which that was kind of odd, but whatever. Um, yeah, it, it was just the way that he was talking made it seem like maybe he had had a couple. Maybe he was uh, doing a little pregame partying and... I don't know. I, th- I thought he might have been just a little intoxicated.
0: Yeah, man. He's Rick fucking Flair. Does, I know. That's, the bear that's shit all in the I'm woods. saying. Is a bear shit in the woods. <laughs> is Rick Flair drunk? Yes. That's, <laughs> that's how Rick I Flair's felt. Drunk.
1: Well, that's... Yeah. yeah that's, that's how we felt. That's what yeah. we felt. Yeah. Yes, Rick Flair's drunk. What do okay. you mean? And, this is
0: status quo <laughs> shit.
1: Yeah. Hey. All right. Yeah, okay. Just saying. But it because yeah, seems-
2: he kept on... What was it? Before he came out, they saw him before with the commercial... You could see like the did commentators talking. He was like, he goes, he goes, uh, <laughs> Ric Flair, Shawn Michaels, or, or yeah. it's with Shawn Michaels. Woo! And he did the same thing. He came out <laughs> and he goes, Rick, Rick Flair, Flair and Flair Dallas. And Dallas. Woo! Woo! Uh, but no, I, I mean, I can't. I'm going to have to go it.
0: back and rewatch it because I don't remember it being that bad.
2: He, I he said another thing that was like the same thing. Did he say it with Roman Reigns too?
0: I thought it was just Nate being Nate, and then like hey, they're like, hey, go put over Roman. He's like, all right. But it was like,
3: <laughs> right.
1: it was like you know, all the Wyatt family is going up against uh, Dean Ambrose, my boy, and uh, the man, Roman Reigns, and then they immediately just cue his music. Yeah, yeah. Like, he didn't say, ladies and gentlemen, here's Roman Reigns, right. or... It was like he was in the middle of explaining something. He said Roman Reigns' name, and then they cued his music. See,
0: that's what I thought was weird. I was like, whoa, they cut nature a little short tonight. Yeah. But I
2: don't remember. It's I got a re- little. Gotta uh, it was crazy that he, wrote, that he got out of the ring when the, the Whites came. He should have like stayed in there and, and like like talked to the Whites. I mean, oh, wait, hey, no, brother. No, I told him. I was like, well, be hilarious. <laughs> I know they wouldn't do it. Like, the lights go off. The whites are in the ring. Braun has Ric Flair in that.
1: Mo- I know it wouldn't happen, but
0: no, nah. Flair would kick him in the nuts and then
1: Woo-hoo. thumb to the eye, <laughs> strut his way off.
0: Yeah, I mean, of course. I mean, I remember <laughs> woos. Hey, like- I remember his struts. I was like, yeah, that's what. Look makes at nice.
2: <laughs> Woo! <Woo-hoo. laughs> Did you ever see that? That uh. The, uh, was it Jay Lethal and the, uh, yeah, we watched it before, Jay Lethal. Several yeah, times.
0: Yeah,
2: it was, yeah. Hysterical. The, the pelvic thrust randomly. Hey, you. Well, <laughs> I could kiss like. any lady, even that fat one, and make her cry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> make her cry. So, uh, uh, so like we said, uh, Flair got a little cut off.
0: Do you have a Ric Flair? Huh? Do you have a Ric Flair?
1: Uh, not really. I think you've tried it before. Yeah. You just have to sound really nasally and. Right now, I don't think you I got can a blow. dusty.
0: You got a dusty though. You can
1: add that to the list. Yeah, I don't know if it's that good though. I don't know if I'm. And you have a Santino. I don't know if it's worthy of of saying it. Big dust. Yeah.
2: You also You also right. have
1: Santino. Santino, yeah, a little bit. So, yeah. Um, so Roman Reigns comes down and uh, gets interrupted by the Wyatt family. And he gets a couple chairs, saying, "Hey, come on in. I just want to talk. Let's just talk." little dick
0: movie is like, "Hey, if you don't start none, won't be none." And and then I was like, "Oh, okay."
1: Yeah. As, soon as he gets in
0: the ring, whack.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna start some. <laughs> we were
2: like, when they showed up, we were like, "That's Eric Rowan." They're not saying nothing. They're not saying it's they Eric didn't Rowan. Say, they did. Say well, that. well, when they did, it wasn't nut It wasn't anything. It was like, well, oh, "Oh, there's go, Eric Rowan." They didn't
0: say, "Hey, that's Eric Rowan." They're like, Cole was like hey, Guys, you see who that is. Like, uh, and then eventually he said it was Eric Rowan. But we, I
2: didn't know what's going on with Luke Harper, and we we're like, okay, are they gonna say something? This is what's what's going on. There's Eric Rowan. Well, I and, thought Harper was gonna like come from the other side, yeah, like, that's yeah. what I was
1: originally thinking.
2: And then when they made the three on three match, I was like, it's still a handicap match. It's like, and what's funny is like
1: Harper, it was funny handic- is that earlier in the, in the night, it was supposed to be Dean Ambrose versus uh Harper and uh and Strowman. That was the advertised match. It was going to be like a handicap match or something like that. Well, it was because they were
0: playing off of the where is Orton thing. They're like, we heard that the Wyatts got to him somewhere and he might be injured. And Ambrose was like, I don't give a fuck off. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. I like that. But then they, they pulled the audible and said, no, Harper's not in the match. Now it's Bray and Rowan. The black and, and white his, sheep. Yeah. The, the, the sheeps, The sheeple. Sheeple? Sheeple, that's right, um, which set up to a match later on with uh, HBK goading Seth Rollins into joining. HB Shizzle. HB Shizzle working his magic.
0: We can call him that <sighs> like mocking him. It's just He can't yeah. call himself that. Yeah, <laughs> <That's laughs> right.
1: It's D-Rizzle. No. no. No, it is not. No. Um, so what, uh, what were y'all's initial thoughts whenever y'all heard you know, Seth Rollins would be like, "Yeah, sure, I'll, I'll join them. I'll, I'll prove myself to you guys and fight alongside these guys."
2: I mean, I wasn't like, "Oh, shit, reunion," you know, but yeah. I was like, "Uh, I mean, they do that. This is like the second or third time they've done it. Like every now and then." Yeah, yeah it's but weird it's all because right.
1: it
0: seemed like a waste because it wasn't like because
1: um, they did it during the Fatal Four Way. Yeah, it was weird. And I, you know, the thoughts that was running through my head was. Wow, maybe they are gonna be maybe they're gonna be turning uh, Rollins' face soon. Cause I was like, it'd be it'd be weird for him to be like, "Yeah, sure, I'll go in there and prove that I'm the best." Instead of, "No, nah, dude, those guys are gonna tear me apart. They aren't gonna want to work with me." Right? You know, it's like, man or not, those guys are not gonna want to work with me. So why on earth would I want to help them?
0: Yeah, well, they've sort of been building on the whole like Triple H has sort of been go and Stephanie have sort of been goading into it all along, him yeah. into it all along where he's like, you said you're the fucking man. I got to prove it. Like, yeah. I am the man. That's, that's true. And then he's like, he frustratingly like agrees to it.
3: Like, right. Like,
0: yeah, I will fucking prove it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or
3: whatever.
0: I am the man. I don't yeah. know why I'm like shaking my hands and my head around. <laughs> I don't know why. You're
1: getting into character. Nah. It's working.
0: I'm not a method actor.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Nah, I don't, that's not even what that means. I don't know why I said that.
1: Staying in character. Yeah.
0: I know His what it means. Jared
1: Jared Leto for Suicide Squad.
0: You see him as an actor.
1: Yeah, apparently, that's Read what. Something
2: about Will Smith said. I've never yeah. met Jared Leto. I only met the Joker because he was the Joker the whole time.
1: Yeah, like he was in character the whole time mm-hmm. they were shooting the film, which is pretty weird.
2: I think they they said they uh, <clears throat> the actress who played Harley Quinn they freak she got freaked out by it or something mm-hmm.
0: like that. I was so hoping what you're gonna say is. I never met Jared Leto I only met Jordan Catalano
2: Who?
0: My so-called life You young little fucks <laughs> My so-called life Jordan
1: Catalano Okay what the fuck? Sorry You guys
0: never seen my so-called life?
1: I've heard of it Little
0: fucking nope. whippersnapper
1: I have not <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> Is that the one that also had Seth Rogen in it?
2: <laughs> That's freaking ge- Freaks and Geeks asshole <laughs> I don't know shit about shit. <laughs> I don't know shit. I think he's taunting you. <laughs> Just
1: a little bit. So, uh, yeah. So, they had a nice little brawl. And after that, we got to see Charlotte, the Divas champion, going up against Bree Bella. Brie Mode. Brie mode. And this match was not good. I didn't enjoy it. Um, I did not enjoy Bree Bella's work. Um, Charlotte... Did not pick up the slack where it needed to be. Um, I, was, I was even telling Tyler while we were watching it, I'm like, uh, she's working Brie Bella's back and chest. She has not done anything to Brie Bella's legs to work for the submission. Now, whenever Brie was delivering her kicks and Charlotte caught her, I felt that would have been a great opportunity for her to do some sort of spin or something. To injure Bree's leg so that whenever she applies the figure eight, it would make sense. But the entire matchup, none of that happened. There was absolutely zero focus on the leg. And how does Charlotte win? With the figure eight attacking the leg. Again, makes no sense. So, I don't know. What were your thoughts, Doug? Guys. Guys? I dozed off. I've been working a lot of hours. Now. Oh, okay. I made off. Hey, that's fine. It was an okay one goes off too. Yeah, I woke up to Owens uh doing the
0: pop-up powerball and Mark is like, what
2: the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's actually pretty good to wake up to. What in the fuck Okay, <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna skip that match. Well Charlie defeats. Charlotte, Brie yeah, Bell. Well, okay, we skip okay. that. So we'll get to Kevin Owens and Mark Henry. Mark Henry. I told him, I was like, Yeah, he's not gonna pop up Powerball. I was like, No. What and is what he gonna I do say? to finish him? What what did is I What's he say? gonna do to finish him? He's not gonna do it. And he did it. I was like, holy shit. I was
0: just I was like groggy. I was just like, well, "What's going on?" I was like, "Whoa,
1: what
2: the <laughs> fuck?" <laughs> it was just pretty much you Mark were dreaming.
1: King. It never happened. Mark him,
2: Henry was him, beating him, him up the him. whole match, and then at the end, Kevin Owens said, Ways World." Out you don't him. get the
1: reference. God, I get the fucking the reference.
2: <laughs> <laughs> then I, I told him I was like, "Hey, <laughs> let's <fucking> see.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> let's see him do the pop up power bomb, Big Show."
1: Yeah. That'll be next. He's the only one left. So uh yeah. Anyways, after we'll that so bring
2: back Holly. Let's see what the- Oh, that would hurt him.
1: No, he'd have to use that cement. That special cement oh, yeah. that only only works. Otherwise he's going through that mat. Oh god, yeah, that's special <laughs> cement. That was a funny <laughs> video. Um but Kevin Owens does end up defeating Mark Henry. I still
2: can't believe that happened with the pop-up powerball. I mean, the pop-up powerball.
1: Yeah, and f- credit for for Henry to be able to <laughs> yeah. get the air you know like what? that, yeah. get his legs up and 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 over like that. That was pretty impressive. Uh, so that takes us into the main event, which was the Wyatt family versus the Not Shield reunion, the uh, the team of Ambrose, Reigns, and Rollins.
2: Get back! I'm going to start this match. I'm going to start.
1: Yeah, Rollins wanted to start the match until he saw who he was going up against. And you he said, right. all right, well you do the work. Well he did start the match, so he did. Yes he did. So um any thoughts on this matchup? Rollins leaves with uh a knee injury or some sort. I, right, I actually missed that part. He just but. jumped
2: down and act like he was his knee was hurt.
1: Uh but his knee was really hurt. He needed to get away from the match. Yeah, he's got a championship match to focus on at Hell in a Cell. So Yeah. But the Wyatt family does end up getting the victory via disqualification after Ambrose says, Screw this, I'm getting a kendo stick and I'm taking out Strawman for good. Does no does not work. Strawman breaks the kendo stick. And my God, how simplistic is Strawman's offense?
0: Yeah, sort of the point though. Yeah. First of all, he's super green. And <laughs> second of all, it's it's about his size and strength. He's just trying to emphasize that.
1: Yeah. It's like they're <laughs> it's like they're literally just Bouncing into him so that they can bounce off of him. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> so uh, it's pretty entertaining. I'm not gonna lie. He does
0: a decent job of working to his size. Yeah. Just He's a I big mean, guy. That's, that's so.
1: Player. Yep. So uh so that's gonna do it for Raw, the go home show. uh And with that being said, we got to hear those picks. We got to hear those picks. We got to hear those picks. So, uh, Hell in a Cell taking place this Sunday on the WWE Network. If you don't have the network by now, why not? Because it's going to be, well, I don't know. I don't, to be honest, I don't have high expectations for this pay per view. Uh, A lot of the matches feel like they're thrown together. Um, I feel like a lot of the matches aren't properly built for a pay per view, uh, even though it's technically just a special event nowadays.
2: Um, yeah, I think the one I the one thing I'm worried like not worrying, wondering and I'm not trying to skip ahead, I'm just going to throw it out there is the John Cena who's his opponent.
1: Yeah. It's going to lead a lot of people to question as to who it will be, who's going to answer the call. Um, so I guess we'll kick things off with the kickoff match. Six-man tag match, Hall of Playa.
2: It's what we saw on this past Raw.
1: Yeah, yeah, we saw it on Raw, and we, uh, I guess they did so well, we're going to see it again. So it's going to be the team of Cesaro, Neville, and Dolph Ziggler going up against King Barrett, Sheamus, and Rusev.
2: Which that could mean, well, so wouldn't that put... Dolph Ziggler and Cesaro out of the picture for United States. You Chief would think. Could be. I don't
1: know. Yeah. So, I know this past week on Raw, Barrett, Sheamus, and Rusev got the win. And as WWE format tends to go, the opposite team will pick up the win the next time around. Maybe not. Yeah, you never know. So, uh, I don't know. What are you what are y'all's thoughts on this?
0: Mm. Uh, well, this is sort of an amalgamation of... All these guys who've been feuding for months on and now with each other, all in the same match together. Um, guess I'm going to go with the babyface team. Uh, I, I'm going to say Rusev it's, eats the pinfall after like the babyfaces hit all their every move they've got on Rusev, and um, he just looks like a big dummy. Because Super
1: kick into the neutralizer, followed by the red arrow for the one, two, three.
0: Yeah, I just think they're Aww. gonna. I just think they're gonna continue <coughs> like burying Rusev, and then, um, yeah, I think I think Rusev eats the bin and they're just gonna make him look like a big dummy because
1: <laughs> because he followed his heart and right. proposed to the woman he loves
0: because because he let it get out what everyone already knew all along, yeah, and it's somehow affected people's like I guess view of the storyline. <laughs> yeah,
1: so much for an anti-bullying campaign. It's
2: just so weird. Dude. It's so funny. Like, I bet that that happens. And like Barrett's like, at least I'm not eating the pin. Yeah. Well, like you could view
0: it in some weird way as just Rusev having to team with Barrett is like bury him. And, oh. And, and, it's
2: still...
1: and Barrett got the win uh, on Raw this past week. So, uh, so hey, so... you're gonna
2: get the win, man. I know you usually don't get the win, but you're getting the win.
1: So Doug going with Cesaro, Neville, and Ziggler. Tyler, how about yourself?
2: I'm gonna go with the same thing, but like. I see that point, and I want to say, it, but in my heart, like in the head, in my, well, my head says that. My heart was like, says, let Barrett eat the pit, <laughs> Yeah, but now I'm gonna go with the same thing he said.
1: So. All right, so it's gonna be a clean sweep. All three of us picking the uh, the fa- the face team Cesaro, Neville, and Ziggler to defeat Barrett, Sheamus, and Rusev. Poor Rusev, he's. You know he's poor being Roo. punished for loving somebody. Poor Ruru. I know, poor Ruru indeed. So, uh, so Tyler, we'll let you pick the uh, the next matchup. What are we going to talk about uh, up next? Kevin Owens versus Ryback. You mean Kevin Owens? Owens. Kevin Owens. <laughs> uh, so Kevin Owens versus Ryback, Intercontinental title on the line. What are you thinking about this?
2: Um, I'm just wanting this to be over. I want. Uh, Kevin Owens to win, uh,
1: Owen. <laughs> Dang, now I got that <laughs> in
2: my head. Kevin Owens to win, get past Ryback, see what's going on in the future.
1: Yeah. Any uh, any thoughts for future opponents? Um. <laughs>
2: I mean, I this is well in my head. Uh, Sami Zayn to come back. and They bring him to the roster, maybe, mm-hmm. and like him and Owens have a thing on Raw or something.
0: Huh. I think he's still got like several months with.
2: Oh, Big okay. Yeah, uh, I think he's out until shoulder. at least
1: 2016, <laughs> which is sad.
2: I don't know. If I well, I wouldn't want to say. I know they did good Cesaro and Kevin Owens, but I want to see someone else. Um, maybe to the Mark Henry and Kevin Owens. Thing.
1: Yeah. Mark Henry. Yeah. All right. Doug, how about you? Kevin Owens versus Ryback, Intercontinental title on the line.
0: Um, well, I think Owens is going to retain. I think there is a way that you could look at it and say, well, is Ryback a guy they're going to call on to sort of step up in this time of need where their babyface side of the roster looks extremely light with Cena being out with who knows what's going on with the word and supposedly maybe hurt. Uh, you got Cena and Orton out, and you know this company is conditioned to you that no one's as important as those two guys, other than <laughs> a handful of other guys like your Takers and your Brocks and your whoever's since Kane. Yeah, apparently, Kane. Uh, it's time but, to clear Daniel Bryan. So it's like, yeah. who are they gonna look at look at to step up and fill these like major babyface roles? Uh, they. I, are they going to look at a guy like Ryback? And then even if they do... If they well, look,
1: I think, I think uh, rumor is that they're going to be pushing Ambrose to that, that top spot.
2: Hmm. Hmm.
0: See, Ambrose is a guy I'm looking at to accept the uh, open challenge. I think, not to hop ahead, but I think uh, Ambrose is going to take the belt off Cena. Mm. Uh, so, I don't know, Even but even if you're looking at... If from the perspective of is Ryback a guy they're going to ask to answer the call of can you be a higher tier baby face? Does that mean he is your IC champ or does that mean you get him away from that picture and sort of make him seem bigger? Yeah, uh, It's weird. I I think, um, I mean, I'm just sort of like for the sake of argument talking about this, I I, I see like Owens retaining. I don't think they're right. going to pay hot potato with the belt, but and not in this case, but uh, I don't know. Do you see Ryback as a guy that can call on in this time of need?
1: Not really. On th- he's to, to, be over honest, it, to be honest, he is, yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. He is incredibly over with the crowd. The you know the crowd gets hot for him.
0: I don't know if I'd say incredibly. He's somewhat
1: over there. Oh yeah. I mean, Depending they're, they're, they're chanting, "Feed me more!" Right. You know, quite quite loudly. Uh, but it's just one of those things where it's like I don't, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I can't see it really. Um, you know, I would. Maybe it's just personal preference. I'd rather see a guy like Ambrose. I'd rather see a guy like Cesaro b- take that spot. Um, but, I mean, you know, we we all know the fascination with the larger guys being Vince's preference, so, you know, why not Ryback? He's, you know, he was thrust into the main event title uh, way too early, and, you know, they took him back down, and maybe this could be a chance for him to ease back into it while Cena's out. So
0: I don't think he's going to be the main or anything much. I don't know if they're going to ask him to help carry some of the load.
1: Yeah, and it's going to be a tough void to fill, especially with Cena out and Orton out. That's crazy. Uh, and that's you know, it's
2: sad. It's like the top two. Like, now what are you going to do? And
1: yeah, and that's something that we've talked about for for years, years. now. Where it's like, okay, you know,
0: eventually there is going to be a day when these two guys aren't here. What are you going to do? <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. It's oh, like it's now. It's like all right. You take Cena out. You take Orton out. Who are you stuck with? Who's your next guy? And it's like, oh, you don't have anyone. Like I oh, said, like, fantastic. Uh,
2: what's the deal on uh, Daniel Bryan? Can we clear him now? <laughs> yeah, is it is
1: it time to bring him back? I th- I feel like it's time we could bring him back now. So um, uh, I'm going to pick Kevin Owens to retain as well. I don't know where Ryback's going to go after that. I'm not sure who they're going to have feud uh, against Kevin Owens with the uh, with the IC title on the line. How about you, Doug? Is, is there anyone you can uh, come up with off the top of your head who might be a good feud for uh, for Owens?
0: Um, no one, no one with any momentum that I could see. I could see Mm -hmm. them maybe, like, pushing Neville over to his direction or something, something like that. Yeah. Uh, anybody with any real clout, I think they're going to have to seriously ask to help carry the load, so I think that leaves out your, your Rybacks. I think that leaves out your Zigglers. I think that leaves out your, um, your Ambrose's. Obviously, Reigns isn't going down there. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think anybody with any, like, smidgen... Anybody who you thought was eventually going to be a big deal, or you thought could, and they started to make them a big deal, and then cut their knees out. I think we're going to see them saying, "Hey guys, please help carry some of this load." While yeah. We know, we know. We stop-started your push on hundred times, <laughs>
1: but please help. Now's us out. your time to shine. Right. Show us what you got. So, uh, <laughs> so all all three of us picking uh, Kevin Owens to so to retain. Next matchup, we're going to talk about. Uh, Doug, we'll let you pick it. What, what, what would you like to discuss? There's the uh, Open Challenge, there's the Tag <laughs> Titles, the Divas Title, the Heavyweight Championship, and there's two Hell in a Cell matches. So, of those matches, which do you have a, a preference to talk about?
0: Um, let's go with the Tag Titles.
1: Tag Titles. So That's the one I can
0: read from here. So,
1: <laughs> so the Dudley Boys going up against the New Day... So good stuff. Um, what do you what do you think about this uh, this storyline? Do you think the titles are switching here? You know, it's
0: weird. I was pretty sure that this had to end with Nuda with uh, New Day losing the belts to the Dudleys. Uh-huh. but now I I question if that's like a necessity. If it's uh, gonna happen at all, I'm not sure. Um, If they were gonna lose them, you think they would lose them here and then win them back at TLC? Because for some reason I can't see them continuing the feud all the way to TLC without a switch. Right, TLC is the next one after. December.
1: Uh, you got Survivor Series in between that. Right,
0: and then uh, so I kind of feel like if they're gonna switch them, they're gonna switch them here mm-hmm. and then New Day wins them. My problem is I don't see what else you can do with the New Day right now. They're hot. But they're in that weird position where they're over, but they're not
1: supposed like, to be. <laughs>
0: well, it's not. I don't. I think they're expected to be over because they they keep getting put in a position uh, to sort of excel. Uh-huh. But I don't think they've they've said, "Hey, these guys are clearly top tier guys."
1: Yet, right? So, have you seen the picture of their new shirt?
0: Yeah, I don't think that's. Uh uh-uh. That's weird. I don't I like.
1: <laughs> it's so strange. That,
0: the shirt came out before they did the unicorn thing on in in, in the promo. I mean, so I wonder why if they're just like we just like the design, so we're gonna have to find a way to work that into our promo to where it makes and sense. Something
2: goofy. It doesn't surprise me just because.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's very. It's a very strange. Just because picture. I don't. I don't not like it. I just like why the I mean, unicorn. It's, it's a unicorn wearing sunglasses who's apparently blind. Here's, here's the thing. He's uh, really, got a Chuck Taylor shoe on and a fish fin instead of a tail.
2: Here's the thing. I, I've and seen a different things. Like when they, they uh that video you sent me where they like for 17 or 18 minutes, just yeah. do random stuff and they're hot. So I kind of feel like, hey, y'all can do whatever y'all want. Because I've seen them do like random stuff. This stuff is funny, but some of them like, I don't understand what's going on here. Mm-hmm. So that explains it. So. Yeah,
1: they're just doing their own thing. Yeah.
3: Hey,
0: look, don't get it twisted. I'm happy that the WWE is moving away from like affliction style t-shirts. So, like, I'm cool with this. I just would you, bu- would you buy that shirt? I don't. I don't think I, I don't would. think so. But just because I have a I have a problem with like uh, not knowing why things are on shirts. Like, I hate whenever like I see like a logo that I like or. And then they have some like dumb saying on the back that I don't like. And yeah, I was like yeah, I could buy, I could rock that shirt if you just didn't have the back part. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. can you just sell me the front? Like, maybe. And like, I don't. I think the design is fine, but I just don't know why they're writing a unicorn, which I I assume they're not is actually not a point to that. Yeah, and they just work that into the promo because it's on their shirt. But
1: fun fun story. I know we're getting off topic here. We're supposed to be you know giving our predictions, but uh, very first wrestling shirt that I ever got was an NWO Wolfpack shirt. Um, I had convinced the one with the wolf on it. No, it was the, it was just the red, L- the red original logo, but there was something on the back and I got it for like Christmas or a birthday or something like that. My, my, uh, parents had got it for me as a Christmas gift. Uh, I right. want to say Christmas. Uh, and I was so excited when I saw it until I turned it around and there was something on the back. I was like, no, I just wanted just a, just a right. basic plane. What did it say? What did it say? Oh, I don't even remember. I uh, wish I, I could. You were devastated. <laughs> I w I wasn't devastated, but like I, I was in the same boat as you where like, it's it like just yeah, just just you know, take take off the the wording on the back. Just sell me the, the the red NWO logo and I'll be fine. Right. I'm totally fine with that. So but it was not to be. So. Right. I didn't wear it too often. <laughs> but uh so New Day versus Dudley boys.
0: You know, I'm gonna say the Dudleys take it here, and I'm gonna say mm. New Day wins it back at TLC.
1: Interesting. In a tables match? In a tables match. All right. Or will it be a TLC match? Because that's the Dudley Boy's specialty as well.
0: Uh, one or the other.
1: Yeah. I'm going to say fine.
0: tables because they don't actually have to pin them. They'll just have to put them through a table. So right. I'll say tables.
1: Okay. How about you, Todd? I'm,
2: I'm kind of in the same boat. I mean, I want, uh, well, I'm thinking about uh, Dudley's winning it. Then, uh, eventually, let's see, like you said, TLC, they win it back. But I think they'll have the belts for Mania. Uh. Uh, not Dudley's, but like New Day will
1: have the the belts come you know. Mania time. Yeah, here's hmm. the thing:
0: if the Dudley's don't win the belts, like why are they back? What are the Dudley's going to do if they don't take the belts? And then if New Day beats them again, Dudley's don't really have a claim to the titles. And then right. what? Where does where does New Day go from here? If they don't sw- if they don't switch the belts, it seems like that's that, the end of it. That can pro- prolong this feud, and I don't see what either team uh, does without like continuing on with each other for a little. Yeah. No one else is really positioned to.
1: Yeah. Speaking of, where where's prime time players been? Where have you know? Well, I would say Los Matadores, but they kind of f- fell off. Or they're, they're getting repackaged again, right? That's what I heard. Something like that. I mean, you could you could even throw in the Lucha Dragons. In I don't want to say
0: for sure because it's rumored. Yeah, the day job has been crazy, so I haven't been watching a lot of the B and the C shows. So uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, they could be somewhere that I just haven't seen.
1: Um. I don't know I, I feel like New Day is too hot for them to lose any momentum, including losing the titles. But I can also see continuing the feud to to keep it going. So I don't I don't know if a loss
0: necessarily means losing
1: momentum. But I feel like they just gained the titles back not too long ago. Sure,
0: but they're not really a team that's built on like physically dominating. They're more built on t te- they're more a team that's sort of built on like
1: Getting Getting by, getting by, yeah. Uh,
0: If they win, what what do they do, and what do the Dudleys do?
1: Well, the Dudleys will continue to feud with whoever. I feel like the Dudleys were brought in to sort of get over these the the new tag teams. Like these are uh, this is an established and credited, but they only feud
2: with New Day. Yeah, but they have interactions with other tag teams. But yeah, but
0: there are like no other tag teams on the
1: show. That's true as well. You That's got hard. the Ascension that they could beat in three seconds. So, I don't know. Uh, I mean, they might just drop down to sort of just a main attraction. Okay, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to go with Dudley Boys because I can't, I can't see any other option for them. Like, I'm not like trying to Dudley twist them. your arm. I just, yeah, I'm playing devil's my heart My heart is saying uh, uh, New Day, but my head is going to go with uh, the Dudley Boys. So, uh, so, all three of us picking Dudley boys to uh to win on that one. Let's uh let's talk about the uh the divas uh the divas championship. Charlotte going up against Nikki Bella. Um got to say I'm not too interested in this feud.
2: The, uh I feel like Charlotte's going to beat Nikki. Yeah. And get that over with and here comes the next challenger.
1: Yep.
0: Don't worry guys, Nikki's going to carry her to a good match.
1: Yeah. Uh Charlotte's match. And, and Raw wasn't the best, although she didn't have a very good opponent either. But, yeah, Nikki Bella, I think. Few people <laughs> leaving negative. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Forget these guys. Hey,
2: man, that Brie mode, man, that was there. No. Nope. Brie mode nope. means
1: nothing happened. Exactly. Nothing does ever happen. So, uh, I'm going to pick Charlotte to, uh, to retain here. How about you, Tyler? Same. All right, Doug?
0: Um, Charlotte to retain, and I think then we're off to Charlotte Page.
1: I think that's what we're looking at, more than likely. So uh You think she
0: gets involved in the ending somehow? Like tries to tries to manipulate her. She's gonna come out.
1: Come on, Charlotte, you can do it. And then once Charlotte manages to get the win, she attacks her and says, This is my house and holds the title. What's
2: to deal with um uh isn't like Paige uh she was actually fighting um what's her name natalia natalia but she got taken out backstage and yeah but what's the status on that
1: we don't know oh my gosh all kind of craziness but yeah we'll have to see next matchup we're going to talk about uh tyler we'll let you pick one there's there's two hell in a cell matches there's tyler pick okay doug you pick there's two okay Tyler, you pick. There's two Hell in a Cell matches. There's the WWE title. John Cena title. versus
2: mystery opponent.
1: All right, the John Cena U.S. Open Challenge. So uh, not a lot is known about Mister Cena's opponent at the time. Um, Do we
2: know a, a time period when he's leaving? Like when is is he? Leaving? I
0: think he's done after the pay per view.
1: Yeah, I think that's what they're where they're leaning. So more than likely they're going to have him lose in some form or fashion, which is odd to me. Because if he's going to be taking time off, you would figure they'd keep him to have the rematch. But
2: I guess he'll have a rematch whenever, whenever he, he comes back, back, back. Whoever wins the title, maybe he gets
1: beat so badly that they, air quote, injure him, and he's forced to take some time off.
2: I don't know. I I I don't know. I see his point about having, I guess, like a face or someone that's always going to defend the title, do the thing on like Raw. But like, right? I know they have. Uh, they don't know when, but uh, people say Tyler Breeze is coming up onto the main roster. Yeah. I don't know when that's gonna be, but I, I throw in Tyler
1: Breeze. Really? So Tyler Breeze, and uh, you think he's gonna defeat John Cena? That'd be cool. Yeah. yeah. Don't
0: see it. Don't see that.
1: All right. That's my he, heart. That's my heart.
0: I, well, no, I mean it's a it's a fine guess in the in the sense that you're like trying to think of a surprise opponent. And mm-hmm. He's a guy. He's rumored to make his debut. I just don't see him debuting in the same fashion as like an Owens. Or a Sami Zayn. I don't think he's the star that those guys are. Yeah. And I don't think everyone's going to get like that sort of uh, like intro to the main roster. I don't see him. He's a guy who can't win the big win on NXT, so I don't see yeah. him being the guy who puts Cena out. Uh, I think there's two ways to look at it. If they're going to do the, the angle to where Cena's out because he's injured, maybe you'd look at someone like a Braun Strowman because that pre-show match got dismantled. And mm-hmm. you're, if you're going to want Cena put out on the shelf, like kayfabe-wise, then you're going to look at a heel to, to injure him. And if you're looking at that, Strowman seems to be a guy they're high on and a guy they're looking to do that with. Now, I don't know if I could see uh, Strowman carrying the belt. I think he makes sense as far as putting Cena out, but I don't think he makes sense as far as a guy you're expecting to have uh, like title defenses on TV every week. Or, right. And... I, I think all another way to look at it is if you're losing a top baby face, you need a you need a top baby face, at least in theory, to replace him. So that's why I lean towards like an Ambrose. I think people I think people keep looking at this challenge expecting, because a few of them have been surprises, expecting that everyone's gonna be like, every like it's gotta be Daniel Bryan. It's gotta be mm-hmm. Brees. I think it's just gonna be it's a It's gotta guy. be Heath Slater. Yeah. That's gotta be Kane! I think it's going to be Ambrose. I think Ambrose is going to win. Had to be done. Sorry. Uh, maybe they just don't address why Cena is there. Maybe he just takes the time off quietly and they don't draw attention to it. Right. So I lean to where they need someone who is popular enough to sort of put a dent in the hole that Cena is going to leave. So I'm going
1: to. I'm leaning to Ambrose. Mm. See, I, I can't even think of anyone who can can beat Cena for the title. So. I feel like it, it's going to have to be someone who's going to like take him out, get the disqualification or something of that nature, and Cena's just going to be like, "Oh, got to take some time off." It's
0: going to be a Look, big. You're show. looking for like the big weird like uh, surprise. There was all that rumor that like Del Rio is back in talks with the returning. So I guess huh. that's sort of like swimming around out there. I don't see it. The yeah,
1: because I would feel like he'd have to fulfill the rest of his dates or whatever that he has coming up. Even though well, he-
0: he's not. He's, I think he's done with the Lucha Underground, and I don't know what the status of his contract with Triple A is. So. Hmm. Who knows? It's big show.
1: No, it's not. It's sort not of weird because Triple
0: A AAA made all those huge power plays with uh, acquiring Mist Disease off of his Sincar run. They made a play and got Del Rio. They made a play and got Ray. And now, two of the. And that was like, these guys are going to make some major moves in like American markets with Lucha Underground and with. Three top like Latin American stars with those guys, and those if you were going to pick three guys to do it, those were the three guys to do it. Mm-hmm. It's weird that they're already losing two of those three guys. <laughs> I mean, Ray's still a huge star, don't get me wrong, but it's weird. Mrs. E's back to CMLL, and now Del Rios maybe in talks returning to the WWE since wow. they fired the guy who he got fired for like roughing
3: up or whatever.
1: So. Good,
0: who knows? You yeah, know, no, I'm not saying I they, mean, it's oh, never wow. easy for
1: someone to lose their job, sure, sure. but. You
0: know, no, I'm not defending that guy. I'm just saying, like, that is not a situation anymore because that guy is not employed there, anymore. Right. And any heat they would have got as a company over Del Rio putting his hands on someone else is clear is probably blown over by now. And they can yeah. bring him back if they were going to. Hmm. Just weird. I don't know. I don't know who you'd go with besides like Eddie Ambrose.
1: That's one of the things that I'll, I I kind of like about the uh, the open challenge is the. It's the not knowing aspect of it. Play my music, baby. Yeah, it's gonna be Heath Slater, and he's finally gonna get his match, and he's gonna get the win. See, I think that
0: <laughs> I think people always end up feeling let down because they set their expectations so high, I mm. think it's just gonna be a dude on the roster.
1: Yeah, it's gonna gonna be someone, and that's all we know. But uh, our truth. But do you think? Yeah, our truth. Uh, do you think that Cena's gonna drop the title? I think he has to. Yeah. Yep. All right. I, I'm gonna agree. I'm gonna say whoever he, whoever he faces, for some reason or another, John Cena does not walk out of Hell in a Cell victorious.
0: At least hazard a guess. Me and Tyler are throwing names out there. You gotta throw somebody up.
1: Man, I don't even know where to begin. Throw
0: it.
2: Do it.
1: Throw it out. There, there, there's too many. I, you know, I like the idea of Braun Strowman. I like the idea of of Ambrose, but Ambrose is gonna be working earlier that night, so. I don't think it would be very believable for someone to have already had a match earlier that night and then go in and beat John Cena cleanly. Oh my gosh! So uh,
2: Kevin Owens beats Ryback right and then he beats John Cena.
0: What about standby mystery guest of all time, Chris Jericho? Like sliding right back into the?
1: <clears throat> no, I can't see that either. Uh, and I think he even announced that he's kind of done for a little bit. Like he went and did the little tour. Well, he was just
0: on the Mexico tour this past week.
1: Yeah, and then he. Tweeted out. He was like, "Okay, I'll I'll see y'all later." I'm what he
0: is is he's a now. smart guy. He is like, "I'm stay I'm staying off TV so I can be over with all this crappy like, yeah I don't want to mess with that. I'll stay over on the house show.
1: Mm-hmm. I'll make everyone happy to see me. Yeah, and then I'll just leave. It'll be returning Rob Van Dam. Oh my gosh, he's gonna beat John Cena just like he did at ECW One Night Stand all those years ago. So we've
0: all got like." Mystery opponent, right?
1: Yeah, it's all mystery opponent. I don't, I don't know who's going to be, but yeah, we're all picking uh, mystery opponent to defeat John Cena one way or another. So uh, let's uh, let's do one of the Hell in a Cell matches because it's. you after think it could be else.
0: Luke Harper with all this weirdness? What about that? It very He's <laughs> a guy who you could you could rely on to defend the title and have. Yeah. <laughs> and he's the goal. he could put Cena out.
1: Yeah, I just I don't know for some reason. I feel like either the Wyatt family has to have all of the titles or none of the titles. I feel I don't feel like one of them can be successful. You know, I feel like they either all have to have it. Like Bray has a WWE championship. You've got Braun and Rowan, returning Rowan, uh, with the tag titles, and then, you know, Harper with the US or Intercontinental.
0: What they have done is work their numbers right up to a nice Survivor Series team where it's gonna be a total uh, lions
1: team. Yep. That's that's what we're looking at, um, but yeah, let's talk. Let's talk about the uh, one of the Hell in a Cell matches featuring Bray Wyatt going up against Roman Reigns. So this one, this uh, particular storyline's had quite a bit of focus. Uh, it's been one of the longer feuds that's going on that I'm actually not, you know, bored to death of. Um, it's
0: been since June or something. Weird since like yeah, that. since
1: Money in the Bank uh, when this thing got kicked off, and um, I mean. Yeah, I'm I'm ready for it to end, but I'm not Kane Seth Rollins ready to get rid of it. Like I could see it continuing because they, they've constantly added more to it, you know. Um
0: like Kane has go away heat with me.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um so I feel like this will be the time for Roman Reigns to finally get the win or well, no, well, maybe maybe Bray Wyatt, because the whole angle has been you know, you're nothing without your cronies. You can't beat me one on one. So now this time there's nowhere to run, nowhere to hide, and it's just you and me. So maybe this will be the time that Wyatt finally gets his win to prove to Roman Reigns, hey, I'm everything that I say and more. I am the face of fear. I don't New know. face of evil. New face of evil and fear. Final and fear. answer. Uh Bray Wyatt. I'm gonna go with Bray Wyatt to win. How about you, Tyler?
2: What was their last match on the pay-per-view? Like, the last pay-per-view, what did they do? What was the match? Night
1: of Champions? Whenever Chris do? Jericho teamed oh, up with them? Oh, yeah, him yeah. When
2: was the last one-on-one? You know what I was thinking the other day? It's
0: like, we haven't watched the pay-per-view together in a while. It's like, oh, we were at the last one. Yeah, pay-per-view. we were at the last one. <laughs> 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 that would be why. Has it been a while? Why not we sat down and watched the pay-per-view together recently? Yeah. Like, oh, we were there. It's been a
1: while. <laughs> Bug Kelsey about that. So, uh, Roman Reigns for Bray Wyatt, who, who are you going to take? Roman, Roman, any particular reason?
2: Um, have has you been losing a lot?
1: I mean they've they've had their wins and losses. Back and forth. Yeah, that's why I say I'm not like sick to death of this. I don't know if
2: they're gonna keep on going or not, but it's Mm -hmm. like because originally it was just
1: Roman. It was originally just. Roman and Bray, and then Harper got reintroduced, and then Str- and then yeah, you know well, you, then he got Ambrose, and they introduced Strowman.
2: Wyatt can keep uh, on losing, and it doesn't affect him. Yeah, it really doesn't. So, at this
1: point, yeah, it doesn't know, just, matter. Roman, Roman, all right, Doug. How about you? What are your thoughts on Man, this? Man,
0: it's got to be Roman. He can't be Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania if he doesn't start winning here.
1: <laughs> you think he's going to be fighting uh, Brock at Mania?
0: Well, I think we're definitely not getting that and I don't know why anyone actually believed it, but we're clearly not getting, like, an Austin, like, Lesnar thing. Yeah. The only other way I could see them going is Lesnar versus The Rock, which The Rock's involvement in Mania has been doubtful. Like, so what other match are you going to do? I think it plays into the story of Roman overcoming. We've
1: got unfinished business. and
0: It's sort of that, like, Gato, like, Wrestle Kingdom, like, Tanahashi, Okada, build minus a year, minus a guy cashing in in the middle of their main event, like he's finally overcoming <laughs> the the uh, odds. Except they don't... Okay, it's nothing like Okada, Tanahashi. <laughs> <laughs> it's nothing like that at all. Nothing whatsoever?
1: No. All right. Well, they, you... just,
0: they just happened to be main event, the big shows, uh, numerous years in a row.
1: Okay. So, you're, so who are you picking to win? Roman? Yeah, Roman's got to win. This. All right. So two Romans and a Bray. To, uh, to be victorious at Hell in a Cell. so Next matchup, there's two matches left for us to talk about. There's Undertaker and Brock Lesnar or Seth Rollins versus Demon Kane. Who do you think we should go with first?
2: I mean, I think we just have to let Tyler pick. Tyler, you want to pick? We'll get it's the one that he doesn't like out of the way. We'll do Seth Rollins versus Kane.
1: Seth Rollins versus Demon Kane for the WWE Championship. Not taking place inside Hell in a Cell which is kind of interesting, but uh, yeah, uh, and I think they did like some stupid spe- uh, stipulation where if Demon Kane loses, then Corporate Kane is out of power, or whatever, I don't care, I'm ready for this feud to be over with, um, I'm ready for Rollins to move on and do something better, and uh, I think Rollins is going to retain here. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm.
2: I'm pretty sure that Kane's not going to
1: win it. I am beyond ready for this feud to be over with. Kane is, is you know,
2: how, how you feel about this is how I felt about like some other stuff. Like I know this is worse, but like I felt like same way with like Kevin Owens and Ryback. Yeah. You no, know, but this is worse. The Kane and Seth Rollins stuff.
1: Yeah. Well, where Kevin Owens and Ryback had a couple of altercations, a couple of run-ins. Cain has been just shoved down our throats for however many months now, and it's time for it to end. There, The light is at You're the end of the tunnel. You're have
2: forever. No,
1: we're not, because the light is at the end of the tunnel. We are reaching the no. light, no. and it ends at Hell in a Cell no. this Sunday, nope. and I'm so looking forward to it to be over. I pray that it's over. So you pick Kane. I'm picking Rollins to uh, win. Sorry to retain his title and move on away from this god-awful feud.
2: I pick Rollins.
1: Rollins as well? All right, that's what I, I think like you are hear. crazy.
0: I think Kane oh, wins, oh, save God. his job, save corporate Kane's job, then Sheamus cashes
1: it.
0: Ooh. I'm just messing with you. I can't even say it with a Ooh. straight face. <laughs> I was like,
1: God, don't <laughs> don't give me that. I
0: can't even say it with a straight face. Uh, Rollins to You did Rollins say with a straight retain.
1: face. He I tried know.
0: to. I said... Well, then apparently I said well, it with a straight face. I
1: don't know. Yeah, so uh, I
2: kind of want. I kind of feel like I want Seamus to kind of get out of the way too. Like yep. let him have this thing, let him do whatever, and then
1: let him cash in and lose. I'm fine with that.
2: I don't know. I feel weird about people losing when they cash in. I feel weird. I don't care if I don't like. I don't like this guy. It's a, or whatever, it's a way of life. I want him to. It happens. Have the title too. I don't it's know. a
1: way of life. It happens. It's okay.
0: It's been established that it happens, though.
1: It has. We've had two. Yep. Right? We,
2: had, we two? had two. Then we had a... Uh,
1: John Cena was the first. Damon Sandow was the second.
2: And a money in the bank taken away from someone.
1: That would move Mr. Kennedy to edge. There you go.
0: See, I don't like that. I don't like the putting of the case up after you win it.
1: Yeah, that's just... That's a stupid idea for, for the person who has it. It's like, oh, yeah. You're going to goad me into putting my chance to be the champion on the line. Okay. Or I can hold on to this, and you can just be out of luck.
0: Or you could just book whoever you wanted to have in the case to win the match in the first
1: place. Yep, you could easily do that. So uh, so that brings us to the main event, the overhyped, probably unnecessarily hyped matchup. Uh, Undertaker versus Brock Lesnar inside Hell in a Cell. Chapter 3, the final chapter. They're never going to face each other the again.
2: The end of the go-to-hell tour.
1: Yeah, I'm sad about that. You guys are
0: being a little harsh. I mean, I thought. I mean, I thought we all sort of slept on them before their last match. And look, finish, uh, without getting into the, the the awful, terrible finish that did for the match. <laughs> yeah. They had a nice match going into that finish. Yeah. So I thought we definitely slept on them. So I definitely don't want to make the mistake of thinking these guys are not going to rise to the occasion. No,
1: they're going to do a fine job. It's just, does the crowd really have a whole lot of interest in this match? That's what kind of concerns me. Well,
0: I think they did a weird job of sort of... Uh, Booking it? Well, I'm talking about on Raw this week. They they seemed like they're trying to like change the story almost on Raw to yeah. where it was uh, Undertaker sort of reinserting himself into Lesnar's life and being bitter about the past mm-hmm. and being a heel. and. I know we were in Texas, and I know he's going to get that legend's paw, but they almost tried to make it, like, uh, flip it to where, like... I've was, got nothing left. He's, like, trying to fight to, like, redeem his, like, legend status or mm-hmm. something. And they almost try to flip it like he's the face now or something weird, like on Raw. Maybe they're just trying to, like, temper, like, crowd reaction or something, but... When you take
1: everything a man has away from him... You leave him with nothing left to lose.
0: I think it's a little bit more interesting than you guys are letting on to be as far as I think they'll rise to the occasion, and I think it's interesting to see where these guys are going to end up because if Le- it feels like Lesnar has to win here because mm-hmm. it feels like he's the face. It feels like he's the guy who was wrong. It feels like the story should dictate that he's going to get his win back after Taker sort of like the Taker shenanigans of the last match. Mm-hmm. And if he doesn't, then, you know, what do you do with Lesnar for WrestleMania? But also, we're operating under the assumption that Taker is going to have a Mania match either. So it feels like both <laughs> of these guys have to win here to make uh, their match at Mania seem like relevant or it seemed like right. necessary. So, but you also have <coughs> Lesnar who's probably going to go away until the Rumble after this match. So do you have Taker put him out until the Rumble by beating him? or because it's sort of more established that Taker's just going to go away anyway and come back at Mania. Like, people Mm -hmm. accept
2: that, but... So they're both going away. They
0: write... Yeah, for sure.
1: Whoever wins, they still lose. They're
0: they're both going away, but Taker has that aura where he just goes and comes back from Mania, but Lesnar, they always write him out storyline-wise. So do you make him, like, savagely beaten by The Undertaker as a reason for being out to the Rumble? Or... And what does that do for his ability, his ability to they sort don't of make.
2: always write him out. I feel like he just disappears. No,
0: too. the last two times he's left, they wrote him out for one for being too violent. Like he was oh, mad yeah, that well Rollins messed him that's over. True. Then he, like, killed the camera. He just started suplexing everybody. Oh, door, yeah, you're right. Hitting you're right. people in the head with car doors and stuff. I thought there was a
2: time period where he just disappeared, didn't say nothing. I mean, they always like, write him out. Oh, uh, okay, stories. yeah, you're right.
0: But if. If Taker, I mean, if Lesnar is gonna make a make Roman Reigns, it feels like he needs to win this. But if he even if he if he wins, then why is he gone until then? Why isn't he just right back after Seth Rollins for his title? And also, if Taker is gonna have any match at Mania, which we assume he is, it's, it's Texas it's Dallas. Probably his last mania. Maybe we say that every year. Maybe it it might be his last mania. We said that
1: at 30. Like, oh, we saw him lose. That's it. He's done.
0: We'll never see that man again. Yeah. We'll see him next Uh, WrestleMania. So, and and what value does Taker have after another loss if he does lose? So, it feels like a weird book into a corner. Lesnar's going to take
1: him out for good. He's going to be entered into the Hall of Fame at 32 in Dallas.
0: Sure, but I I bet he doesn't match. Um, I don't know,
1: man.
3: If,
0: I'm going to say Lesnar, but I'm not very confident in that. Uh, it feels like a It feels like a weird way to go either way. Maybe it's just such a brutal battle that both these guys are out until it's all mania season.
1: I think we're overlooking the obvious here, and the obvious thing is that this is WWE. Kane and, and
0: Big Show kill them both? Yes, <laughs>
1: absolutely. You cannot have a clean finish this matchup. There's no Stop way it's going to happen.
0: The unholy alliance of Big Show and Kane.
1: Yeah. Mixed with Mark Henry, the biggest guys hey, in the hey, business. Hey, he
0: lay off, lay off, my boy Mark. No,
1: well, that's what he does. That's what he does.
0: <laughs> I, I guess I'm taking Lesnar. I don't know. why I can't. I can see it ending badly either way, though.
1: See the way the way that I'm looking at it is that Taker had to result to low blows sure. and you know waiting for what the referee heel. to be distracted. Yeah, he was definitely the heel. Sure. Um. But so, do you
0: not agree that they tried to switch on a raw? Do you think it was just a tempering the audience type of thing?
1: I don't know. I really couldn't tell you. I wasn't that far invested in it, I guess, to to really pay attention. I was mostly just listening to what they were saying back and forth. Um I don't god, I don't I don't know. I think uh I think Lesnar's got to win on this one cuz he broke the streak. He should have had the, you know, he technically should have had that victory at SummerSlam because uh, he made the Undertaker tap out. And this could be like Undertaker's last gasp uh, to which he, you know, falls to to the beast. Oh, I don't know. Tyler, you're making what
0: do you making me want to change to Undertaker now.
1: Oh, uh, really? I don't know why. Hey, man, you got you do what you got to do.
0: I'm sticking with Lesnar. Lesnar? The, the story they've told up
2: until this point, Lesnar should win the match. All right. Um... Yeah, I don't have a reason, but I'm just going to pick Brock Lesnar.
1: Brock Lesnar to win as well? All right, so there you go. Uh, That's going to do it for for Hell in a Cell, and i got to say, guys, those were some great picks. Those Those were some some great picks. picks. Those Those were some great picks. picks. So There you go. Make sure to leave your predictions for Hell in a Cell in the comment sections wherever you might be listening to us, and – Time to go into some hot topics, because uh, we normally save the hot topics for our uh, radio show, but thankfully, we had enough uh, prediction time to fill for the radio show, so we moved the hot topics over to, uh, for the podcast this week. So, really cool. So, uh, first topic of the day, of the night, of the evening, of the week. Uh, Randy Orton being pulled from WWE Live events due to a shoulder injury, which was addressed on Raw, uh, could possibly require surgery. So, if that's the case, he might be out for a few months. So, not good. Yeah, not looking good. I mean, how many how many shoulder injuries has he had over his career? It's been quite a number. Like the collarbone, shoulder area, he's right. had a number of right. injuries. Uh, I don't know how many years he's got left in his contract, but he might want to start thinking about, you know, calling it a career. He's had a very good career, so. What more can he really do? You know, um, Another bit of hot topic news. Uh, I know you guys are excited about this. Uh, WWN Live issued a statement on their relationship with WWE. Um, what are your guys' thoughts on all that? <coughs>
0: uh, it's super interesting. Uh, cool th- and weird. Cool and weird is a good way to describe it. Um, I can see a lot of good things coming out of this, and there are some things I think that could be negative coming out of this it's more of like we'll have to wait and see how it's addressed obviously the affiliation is going to benefit evolve in wwn live in general in the sense that they're going to get extra attention they're probably going to get a little bit of help um it's a pipeline for their guys and other independent talents are going to know that it may have been an unofficial pipeline before, but they've sort of officially named it the pipeline now. So it's like a destination for independent wrestlers like, Oh, you're trying to get there. This is your last stop before you get there. Hmm. Kind of a thing. Um, I don't know if they're going to, I don't know if it's a financial deal at all. If they're going to kick them any like money, the way that WWF used to kick ECW like money back in the day. I don't know if it's going to be that type of a deal. Um, one of the negative things that I think could be possible is that they may possibly like exhort their, um, how should I say this? I guess, uh, I mean, they could like dictate either advertently or inadvertently dictate like a style or, um, or, even if they didn't, like, impose a style on them, they may say, this is what we're looking for, and then guys, instead of sort of, like, traveling around, sort of developing their own style, they're sort of working house, WWE house style at an earlier time so that these guys aren't necessarily as well-rounded as oh, the wow. guys that came, like, the guys who yeah. who went through Revolve and Ring of Honor when Gabe was with Ring of Honor before going to WWE were well-rounded because they did their own fucking thing and they fucking just got good at shit and then they were signed. But if it's like a known pipeline, maybe they're working to what they think they want already and they don't necessarily develop their own like style and their own skill set. I think that's a negative. We've already seen examples of WWE telling them who to put on their shows because Matt Riddle, who worked the Evolve shows this this, uh, past weekend and I think the set of Evolve shows before that was with the same group of guys who got tryouts when like Gulak and Chuck Taylor and uh, that got that group of guys who tried out Matt Riddle was in those group of tryouts and they've sort of s- suggested that he go to evolve <coughs> to sort of learn how to work because he wasn't ready for NXT yet. So we've seen, and he's not that bad, but it's just the idea that they could be dictating you're on. these.
2: Oh trails. yeah. That would suck.
0: But like a, a positive is like they could, if the, if the, if the, if it develops and grows and gets stronger. We may actually see guys from NXT who they're not using go down and actually maybe work. Evolve shows. Who knows? It could like grow into that, but obviously no guarantee. But it could also it's also a way of them saying like we're not ready to officially officially have this guy go learn how to work here. And that may not be necessarily a guy that Gabe would or and Sal would look at on their own, but are only taking because of the relationship. So it could be positives and negatives. Who knows? It's uh, definitely inter- like you said, cool and weird. Like we
2: don't yeah. know what's and Also WWE they have the article about that show. The, they're the top prospects or top or who to look for who may be NXT stars and Well,
0: that's definitely yeah. one of the checks in the positive column, like exposure for these guys at an earlier stage in their career. Uh, I mean, I don't know. We don't talk about Evolve on the show, but I mean, hope. I mean, I, mostly because you guys don't watch it, but like, who's to say that that, that article didn't like maybe turn someone somewhere yeah. else onto it? And maybe that's, I mean, it's definitely a good thing, but who knows? I don't know how it kind of reached that stuff, actually. A, it's hard to say, but
1: yeah. yeah, cool and weird. Cool and weird. Cool and weird. So uh, there you go. Uh, next hot topic to talk about, the WrestleMania travel packages went on sale and uh, quickly and promptly sold out so uh if you're looking to get a travel package uh sorry about that might not be uh available to you but apparently there was a pre-sell code that became available for uh wrestlemania tickets and that is the raw vip pre-sell code so uh so there you go hook you up a little bit with your ticket um as mentioned uh, on Raw many times, Brock Lesnar joined Stone Cold Steve Austin on the Stone Cold podcast. He's going to face
2: Stone Cold Steve Austin. Not exactly. On the podcast. That, that's what they said, yeah, so yeah, he did yeah, say. Yeah.
1: He's going to be face to face with Stone Cold Steve Austin on the podcast. Uh, talked about hunting, talked about cars, talked about music, talked about careers, and uh, all that good stuff. Doug, what were your thoughts on the Stone Cold podcast?
0: Uh, well,. It was sort of like a tale of two different podcasts for me because the first half was very like, I could not possibly care less about trucks or hunting yeah. or tra- what charcoal you use or whatever the <laughs> fuck you guys are You related. a gas grill or charcoal? Yeah. Like, Want to go hunting? I think that if it was a podcast that he did on his own, on uh, Podcast One, on his own feed, his own network he could ask him whatever the fuck that he wants. But I think there's an expectation that when you do these things on the WWE Network, that you make him a little bit more wrestling-centric. Now, I understand that Brock, by his own admission, doesn't have, like, a lot of passion for this, so it's not like you can get a lot out of him. And he hasn't yeah. had such a long career that there's a ton to talk about. I felt like he could have done a little bit of a better job, at least in the beginning, sort of catering more to what this specific audience would expect out of that show. I thought the second half, Sort of fucking awesome. I think Brock Lesnar was the most honest person we've seen on any one of these because he was just himself and he did. It Mm -hmm. was like he unflinchingly told the truth about everything. And you could tell he was just sort of like, I don't give a fuck. This is just, this is like what I do. Like, this is a job for me. I clock in, I clock out. I know tons of people who go to work every day and clock in and clock out. Mm -hmm. He's like, I'm the same fucking thing. I didn't grow up watching this, I didn't grow up loving it. He, he he was like I had honest. two
1: channels and I watched Little House on the Prairie. Yeah, and he was like, <laughs>
0: uh, "The Rock told me I need to be more selfish about this shit." He's like, "I I got you know." He was when you see Vince, when you see Triple H, when you see Stephanie on these things, they have like an agenda they're pushing, and mm-hmm. even the even if they're like really good at like pushing their agenda in a way that makes it feel honest, it's still an agenda they're pushing. But Brock was just sort of like his fucking self. Yeah, and that was like to me respectable. It was a little boring in parts because I don't give so much of a fuck about the hunting and shit
3: like that.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, and and while I think, and I don't care about, like, the Minnesota Viking shit, like, I can, I can, I find the amateur wrestling interesting and obviously the MMA interesting, but so much of the other shit just doesn't appeal to me. But, like, when he was just talking about, like, being himself, he was, like, the most honest guy we've mm-hmm. ever seen in one of these because he just doesn't care. Like, he doesn't have anything to hide.
1: The most interesting part for me... Was whenever he was like, I can't, I don't like being in a room with a lot of people. I prefer my privacy. But whenever you know, I can easily go out into the ring and you know, do what what whatever it is that I do in front of thousands of people. And what I found most interesting was he said, I feel like there's this bubble over me that protects me in a sense. And that to me made you know, it it made a lot of sense to me because I'm the same way. Uh, you know, you put me in a crowd or in a in, you know. If I go to someone's house where they're having a party, I'm that guy who's just standing off in the corner, not talking to anybody if, if I don't know anyone, you know, but if you come up and talk to me, you know, I'll talk your head off. Um, but then you come and you do a podcast where, you know, or, or I do my radio show where I know that there's a large audience of people listening to me at that particular moment. It doesn't bother me. Yeah. But if I'm in a room with a group of people, like, uh, you know, I was in the choir. I had no problem singing the songs. But if you say, all right, Daniel, we're going to have you do a solo. I'm like, no, you're not. I ain't doing that. So it's it's all about, you know, your comfort zone. And, yeah, sometimes you got to break your comfort zone. Say, but you did solos. I did. Yeah, I did a couple of them. But uh, it's just one of those he, he knows where he's comfortable and he knows where he's not.
0: He was just I mean he was he was pretty much like, yeah, I don't really need or want friends and yeah, like, I don't have
1: friends. He was like, That's why I live out in the middle of nowhere and I even have an eight foot fence protecting that home and I close the gate whenever I pull in. Oh.
0: He's definitely a weird dude though. You can tell he's a little weird guy, but uh I don't know. I found a refresh even though it was a little boring in parts and a little not what I wanted, the parts where it was what I wanted, it was like He's like the most honest person he's ever been on one of these things, Yeah, which is like weird.
1: The first the first half was just two guys, you know, you're sitting down at a barbecue and drinking a beer. Hey, what do you think about this? Hey, what do you think about that? But then it was like, Okay, let's talk about your actual career and where you came from and all that.
0: See, I think maybe they didn't have enough to fill a whole hour just on his career. But I felt like yeah, you, hey, you wrestled. Know your audience.
1: You came this. in the WWE in two thousand and two. You were gone by two thousand and four. You came back in two thousand twelve. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Okay.
0: It's one of those things where they have to be a little bit more aware of their audience.
1: I'm the the one question I would have liked for Stone Cold to ask was, what were your thoughts? Well, no, he kind of did. He kind of did address it. They did address the streak, uh, where he was like, you know, let's be honest, who else could could have done that? I would have liked for Austin to at least say, "How did you feel, knowing that you were going to get the win?" You know, I
0: feel like he addressed that in a roundabout way, though.
1: Yeah, I mean, like it
0: was like a it was like it was definitely confidence, but not a cockiness. He, you could just tell he like belie- not believed his own hype. But you could just tell he was like confident in his ability to be like that guy. Yeah, he's like, who else was going to do it? He was like, like in all
1: honesty, who yeah. who else could do that? Who could be the guy? So, it was just interesting,
0: he the one thing that he pressed him on the one he the one time I felt like he wasn't forthright is when he sort of dodged the who, um, like who went to like like the legal route first, like yeah, he was like, yeah, It doesn't matter, like, yeah, he didn't want to get no, that, that. no, that doesn't matter. That's the That's one time day. he felt like on guard and like dodgy, you know, yeah, the rest he was just sort of like, Whatever,
1: mm hmm, and they're gonna go hunting one day, so go hunting. So, pretty cool stuff. So, uh, with that being said, Tony. That's not
2: the rest of the topics. Oh, okay. I'm going to, uh, the topic that you want to talk about. Great Khali is teaming up with TNA because they're having some events in India, three different events also. They're scouting and stuff. So, the Great Khali is partnering with them.
1: Oh, good for him.
2: Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I know you how go. excited you are. Yeah. And I'm not done with other topics, too. <clears throat> Just because of WWE 2K. Why are you pointing at me? Because I can. Come here. Get over here. Look at this, Doug.
0: He's like, for those who aren't in the room, which is nobody but <laughs> us, he like, tra- he's almost like he's trolling. He's like gleefully saying he has these other topics. He's yeah. like <laughs> wagging his finger and he has a big smile. Yeah. So I don't know what, what's It's not a going- big topic. I don't know I what's coming, to- but I'm ready to hear it. I know. Oh, pulled your finger.
2: No. uh, Nothing really, I guess, too exciting. Uh, there's...
1: Um, Nothing too exciting? Well, for me it is. You've been hyping this for like... For me like it is. Months.
2: Uh, I, I told these guys about this uh, today. Um, I don't know if people are aware with uh, the new reversal system, mm-hmm. that you have a certain amount of uh, reversals, and it's not, it won't be like a reversal fest like the last few games and stuff, so you have to time out your reversals, reversals uh, just right. You could build them up, but... You just won't have reversal after reversal after reversal, which was frustrating for us. Uh, yeah, last year,
1: quite frustrating. Yeah, so. so I might actually have a chance now. Yeah, yay! You
2: have to time them out, and then there's minor and major reversals, mm. and they said some major reversals can like damage another person. So,
1: and another bit of exciting news in the world of WWE 2K16, while not officially, holla, holla. while not officially confirmed. By uh by Tyler, don't call me a bear, a bear, uh the return of John Dynamite.
2: <laughs> I, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> uh, I, I, it's probably time for me to move on and create no. someone
1: new. No, yes, uh, create someone new. It's the man of legend
0: leave the memories alone oh another thing they said
1: so you're saying no to
0: John Dynamite I don't know I just wanted to I, I just wanted to like cheese it up in reference to John Dynamite
2: They also said that whenever you are create a character and you pick out their name uh, the announcer who says the name can say it differently depending on the order oh, good. of the name like the tone and how he About says time. it About time yeah so you can change it You mean
0: them. like John, Dynamiter. John yes, Dynamite John Dynamite
2: yeah, like well, different
0: emphasis on different
1: John ins- dynamite no, 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 no. It and John on order, dynamite
2: depending on the order of it. Uh. Like, so, like, John dynamite or and it's like dynamite, John, or something like if it's opposite or in different order. That's what uh, I think. That's how these I these nuts, nuts, these.
1: <laughs> I like that. there you go. So, the return of John dynamite, possible, possible, probable.
2: I'm gonna play the shit out of that confirmed game this Tuesday. I don't know. We'll see.
1: <sighs> I was hoping for a confirmation. All right. With that being said, it's time to go into the Q and A portion of the show. Your questions, our answers. Uh, only bit is coming from Micah, and I know he, uh, you know, he he left quite a bit for us. So we're gonna read it all because uh, it was a lot of comments and then questions. So, uh, so here we go. So Micah says, first, love the little dicky line you said at the beginning regarding the skull, trying to keep things PG. I don't remember. I knew you'll freaky little ass wanting some head. Oh yeah. Uh, second, I greatly enjoy and appreciate the podcast you guys roll out weekly. I listen to it during my hours of work. So imagine a man giggling to himself at a desk in regards to wrestling news. That man is me. Uh, all three of your opinions are sublime, and I enjoy the heck out of your jokes. Uh, third, to fix Raw, I would say brand split and keep the brand split and uh, to the particular wrestler or superstar. Uh, keep the one belt and allow any wrestler or superstar to obtain it. Once the split happens, uh, allow Rollins to be pushed properly um, around the way around the way that he was pushed uh, as the Money in the Bank holder last year, where he would run, where he would win, but occasionally lose and get some feuds. Now, in my regards with the brand split, make the IC title the main thing on SmackDown. Have the wrestlers and superstars vie for it. The previous IC, told her, uh, IC title holder, uh, once done, will then battle it out with the WWE champ because uh, they've held their brand and elevated themselves to a bit. Uh, give SmackDown its own feuds and not have Raw replays to bog it down. Also, promote SmackDown on Raw with the matches that only happen there. Uh, I could maybe expand on it if I had the time, but any sort of problems you see in my idea, uh, I I'd take any sort of criticism into consideration and always and put it towards development. Now, as far as the uh, Q and A, do you guys want to address that first, or just go ahead and get into the oh, Q and A? Lot.
2: I was like, you probably address the first part.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, say it again, or you guys talk about it, and I'll pick up on it.
1: Brand split, with uh, Intercontinental title being primarily on uh smackdown or I know they exclusively don't, on smackdown I know they
2: don't use a lot of people but like i remember going on WWE.com, and there was a lot less people on the roster than i thought there there was
1: yeah the the roster has taken a hit um but uh you know that shouldn't that shouldn't stop them from being able to get everyone some sort of focus In which everyone uh, does have you know yeah does not have focus. um I think with the uh, with the addition of w- uh, of SmackDown moving to the USA Network next year uh, and the possible rumor that it's going to be live, um, that could sort of be a refresher that they could do. They'd be like, okay, it's, let's refocus on this. Let's get something going. Because um, I remember for, for a while there, SmackDown was the place to be. That was the show to watch uh, as opposed to Raw. And then... Uh, yeah and then uh raw took back that spot and uh smackdown flew to the wayside and heck even raw has become a raw recap show with uh repetition or uh, repetitious matches raw is and a smackdown recap show yeah hey here's what happened last week on raw which was what happened last week on smackdown so um yeah i don't know doug what are your thoughts
0: uh, I mean the only, only way a brand split works is if you stick to the split like I, yeah. I don't think that they could overcome like the the wanting to like mix it up every now and again and that just leads to further mixing it up. And... It works in theory, but I don't know it's uh, it's a complicated I don't know
1: yeah and for the first couple of years, I really enjoyed the uh, the brand split whenever yeah. they did the uh, the draft. Yeah, it was because cool. it was like, oh man, I wonder what's going to happen, and then it got a little too hokey, where it's like, okay, they're they're moving this person, so obviously this person's going to have to go, and if this person's going to have to go, that's going to split this up, and you know.
2: Sometimes if I want to relive memories, I bring out my PS2 and one of those old games that do the the brand splits with yeah. Rick Flair and uh, what was it, Vince McMahon, see which one's going to Raw, <laughs> which one's going to smack down.
1: Yeah, that's fun. Good stuff. Uh, Now, in regards to the Q&A, if you could take a singles wrestler, a tag team, and a female wrestler and place them in WWE, we all know they'll land in NXT, who would you choose and why? This stretches internationally. So, personally, for me, uh, this is tough because I want to say Adam Cole, but I'm going to go with Ricochet as himself, not as Prince Puma. Being the best high flyer as well as one of the all-time greatest wrestlers on the planet, I think he'd do great. His ability in the ring would blow people away, and as far as tag team, I'd go with Red Dragon, no questions asked. Those guys are outstanding wrestlers, and their hipster MMA wrestler gimmick uh, is amazing. As far as female wrestler, Candice LeRae. Uh, watch any match that she's on in PWG. Her spunk and technical uh, know how is superb, as well as any woman who can go one on one with men in the ring is an all star in my book.
0: Uh, do you guys, before we get into that, you guys want some breaking news? Breaking news. Oh, here we go. Tyler Breeze debuts on SmackDown with uh, Summer uh, Ray on the whole Miz TV Dolph Zugler ah. So, Breeze on SmackDown this week. There you go. Breaking I just saw it online as
1: we're talking. Okay. Is it my eyes when you look at me? It is. Okay. Something, something, something. It'll set that's you free. It's
2: going to lead to Tyler Breeze versus Dolph Ziggler.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that's... It, it was during the Miz TV segment with Ziggler. Mm. They've had the tension between Ziggler and uh, Summer and East. Uh, ah. So uh, I think that's where we're headed. <coughs> because, I mean, obviously, I'm just, like, reading internet shit. and yeah.
3: seeing Yeah.
0: So... He wants us to name uh, a singles competitor,
1: a tag team, and a female wrestler who you would like to see be put into the WWE. You can be from anywhere in the world.
0: Okay, I'm tempted to say AJ Styles just because uh, since his uh, sort of getting the TNA stink on him, off, off of him, excuse stink. me. Stanky. Has, Stunk. He's been one of the best wrestlers in the world. He's really had, like, a career resurgence. Um, but my actual pick and who I'm actually going to go with is Chris Hero. And I think it's... Uh, I was actually thinking the same thing. I think he is an absolute fucking travesty that he was Lego from NXT uh, a few years ago.
1: Um, he can do it pretty much all. Um, you think we might see him again now that Evolve is uh, sort of working with WWE? Uh,
0: I don't know. I mean, he does work with Evolve. Uh, <coughs> I don't know. He also splits time there, going to, to Noah. I don't know why he ever got released in the first place. The rumors at that time sort of tended to lean towards like... Uh,
1: he was unwilling to cooperate and was well, weight. working out.
0: It was like a body body image thing, yeah. which... um He was never like the most fit guy, but he got himself in like really great... He was never like like a fat dude or anything, but he was like... He was he was never like a body guy, and he got himself in like really great shape before he went there, and then he sort of got a little soft, and uh, I guess that was a part of the problem, which to me is like a, to me. I see him now, and I think he looks fantastic. Like I don't, obviously he's got he's a little soft in the midsection, but I think it adds to the appeal. Like let's talk let's talk about something that people don't talk about a lot. Like one of the reasons the Kevin Owens is so over one of the reasons that Kevin Owens is so identifiable wh- one of the reasons Kevin Owens like resonates with so many fucking people is because of his look and people don't talk about his look his or his his unique look being a part of the package that pe- people never talk about that or not a lot of people but the reason he's like so over is in part because of his unique look why why is it that every Husky neckbeard on the fucking internet identifies with Kevin Owens because he fucking looks like every one of them. And I say that like not talking shit. I'm a, I'm the I'm a Husky neckbeard just like the rest of you fucks. <laughs> I'm just saying, why do you think those guys identify with Kevin Owens so much? Because he fucking looks just like them. He doesn't look like everybody else on the roster. He, he has his own look going on. He looks like some weirdo Husky dude who's got a chip on his shoulder for being the weirdo Husky dude his whole life with a shitty-looking fucking beard, a wife that's out of his league, let's all be honest, <laughs> and he's fuck, And he just looks like a skeezy dude who'll beat the fuck out of you because he's got the chip on his shoulder from being that dude his whole life, you know? Like, that, contri- that contributes to his aura that he has this, like, non-traditional look, right? No one ever talks about that, but that's true. He doesn't look like everybody else. That's why he stands out, in part. Same thing with Chris Hero. I, he doesn't need fucking abs to be Chris Hero. He's yeah. a fucking... He's one of the best... I can't name 10 other people on the face of this fucking planet right now that is probably a better wrestler than Chris Hero. I just can't. I think he's that fucking good. He does it all. He's got awesome fucking strikes. He does that crazy world of sports shit where he's going to twist everybody into a fucking knot. And this whole, like, little run he's having where he's, like, that salty old bitter old dude on the, on the indies who's just beating the fuck out of everyone until, like, they eke out, a like, a win at the end, like his match. You're talking about watching PWG, like his fucking most recent match with, um, oh, God. Um, oh, I'm blanking on his name. Uh, give me a minute. i will come to me. Uh, God damn. Karate dude, no <laughs> shoes. Uh, God damn. Canadian dude just signed to work with AAA a bunch. God damn
2: I don't
3: know.
0: Fucking what's his name? Uh I guess it's not super important, but like I was just gonna like call out that, that match.
1: As <coughs> Use gateway. it as a reference like, to watch. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It was a I, really great match. Um
2: I felt say? like it was just it was crazy when like Cesaro made it and then like and then Chris didn't, you know. Well they made it they got
0: signed together and then he just got let go while Cesaro was still there. Oh why can't yeah, I think it was Fucking name, I'm so stupid it makes me so angry. <laughs> oh god.
1: It's alright, man. Don't beat yourself up. Already. He's like the
0: karate guy. Come
2: on. I
1: don't know. Speedball
0: Mike Bailey. Thank fucking god he came. <laughs>
1: the
0: the match that he had with Speedball Mike Bailey and fucking PWG, where he was just like salty old prick of a vet who was like slapping the shit out of him and twist him into a pretzel until like Speedball eked out a fucking win. end he's been doing that like all over the fucking place. He's fantastic. <laughs> And, like, who cares if he has a gut? He does that. Like, it doesn't stop him from doing, like, cool shit. He does that crazy, like, uh, world of sport, like, uh, Johnny Saint shit, where the guy's got him in a set head, side headlock and he does that, like, gyrating fucking nip up until he just, like, gyrates himself out of the fucking side headlock. It's a fucking. He has a.
1: So what? He has a belly. Like, he can fucking do cool They're shit. that Bull Dempsey in there. Yeah.
0: I mean, who cares what he looks like? I mean, I guess it's a cosmetic business to a certain extent, but, like, different-looking dudes, like, help help it make it cool. I don't know. Yeah. I guess in short, I guess not in short, but, like, I guess my singles guy is definitely Chris here. I just think it's a <laughs> crime that he's not like Oh, yeah,
2: see. man. For sure. I don't know.
0: He's amazing. I don't know. How
1: about tag team?
0: I do like Red Dragon, like you was saying. I do think they're tearing it up, but um, I th- I would – and this is, like, a complicated... I have a complicated appreciation for the Briscoes because of their, like, personal views. But, like, if I'm just going to call it on, like, talent, like, as is, I would, like, as... Before they get... They're not old now, but before they get any older, I'd like to see them get, like, a, a like a good run-in with the Fed. I think they're... I don't know. I think they're a good team. I think they're, they're again, they're unique-looking dudes. They... I mean, nobody does, like, gimmick-wise what they do. I mean, they do that crazy redneck shit, but not like the Wyatts. They don't do it in the same way that the Wyatts yeah. do the crazy redneck shit. I would like to see the the Briscoes get a tag run. I think that would be
1: cool. And women's wrestler?
0: To be honest with you, I would like to see Charlotte Ray in a ring and not behind the scenes. That would be my pick. I would say, yeah. I mean, they have that. They have Sarah Stocknell to train, so let Del- I would – I think Del Rey is a bigger asset in the ring. I mean, I can't – that sounds like bullshit because how do I know she's a bigger asset in the ring than as a trainer? Right. So I'm just talking out of my ass. But I don't know. I think she's a – I like could, She could, could
1: do team. a lot of good in the ring. Sure. I'll see as certain. well as out. Sure. All right. How about you, Tyler?
2: I was. He picked my, picked Chris my singles. Chris Hero. Yeah. All right. Uh, Tag? Wolves.
1: Wolves. Nice.
2: And uh, women's. I wish we had a longer thing with Kong. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, I know I would do Adam Cole because he is an extremely talented dude. And for his age, he's got it. You know, he's got it down. Um, he's an outstanding talent. Uh, I don't know who I would do for a tag team or women's just because I don't follow enough product outside of the WWE. So I'll admit to that. Um, I think the Wolves would be a great addition. But as far as women's, I'm not too sure. See, there's
2: like in my head, there's like so many singles because I want like I want Bobby Roode to come in. And yeah. I want Austin Aries.
1: Mm-hmm. So put Austin Aries and Bobby Roode as a tag team.
2: Dirty Heels.
1: Dirty dude. Heels, there you go. That'll be mine.
0: I mean, look, I mean James Storm's there. I did you yeah. really think we were at... I mean, I don't know. Yeah. It seems like weird that he's there. I didn't think that he would be a guy they would be interested. Yeah. In Very I mean, strange. He's, he's just going to be like a utility player. He's just going to be like a role-playing guy. He's not going to be like a star or anything. At least I don't think he will be. I could be wrong about that. But it's just weird that he's even there, really. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. So, uh, well, that's going to do it for us. We certainly appreciate everyone uh, tuning in this week. Uh, make sure to submit your questions on our Facebook page, WNS Podcast, our YouTube channel, WNS Video. Check us out on dot com on uh, Facebook, and subscribe to our show on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast.
2: Check me out. Uh we're on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, and Player.fm. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast to find us.
0: Uh, on Twitter at WNS Podcast, at WNS underscore Daniel, at Tyler underscore
2: A
1: There you go for the podcast crew. I am Daniel Heron. Hey, hey.
2: Be prepared next week. WWE 2K16. It's where Review? it's at. Well, I don't Review. think it comes uh-huh. out until
1: Tuesday, which is when it we comes were... out
2: this
0: coming up Tuesday. Yeah. I thought we had another week. Dude, my days are fucking gone. I don't know what fucking day it is.
1: (laughs) There you go. I am a bear. I'm Doug. And we will catch you all next week.
2: See ya.